seems to be interested in only one thing. All he talks about, all he seems capable of thinking about, is automobile racing. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where racing hasn't changed, and it never will. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch the Wachowski Sisters Speed Racer. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are under the influence of a mistake by First Leaf, but <laughs> it ends up to be free. It's a ser- uh, Serena? Serena. Or Sarah. Yeah, whatever. It's a Grenache. Very colorful label. It has three time gold medal. Ooh. Let's see what the card. Let's go to the card. Yeah, let's see what the actual literature is telling us here. Hmm. Playful aromas of freshly sque- squeezed promic. <laughs> I can't speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just waiting for you to slip up. Dad, power through. He's 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 patching, obviously. Pomegranate, raspberries, cherry. It pairs with glazed pork tenderloin. Oh, okay. I'm really into that. Glazed pork. Oh, and it's also vegan friendly. Oh, I love that. Although, I don't know if I could ever be a vegan. Low carb, only 107 calories. Wow. Are you a uh, low carb Wayne? Or are you just subsisting off of, I guess, our pores? Because uh, I don't even know what you do once you get off this hologram call. Is there anything else from the wine? What was the rating on that thing? Uh, well, this is a three time gold winner, 91 points, 90, 90, 11 total brand awards. It's from Spain. Nice. Body three, acidity three, sweetness three, tannins two. Ooh, very tempered. Okay. So let's uh, let's yeah. get the poor. Let's get Wayne out of the picture because obviously he's trying to uh, insert himself into our business a little too soon and probably too much. There we go. Oh, yeah. He's enjoying that one back from Earth as you know as much as we would prefer to be uh, back there and not just hanging out on Dome Star for and the next day. Tonight I'm having a little wine with my cheese. Share that cheese. It's it's kind of rude for you to be eating that shit in front of me. Mmm, this is such good cheese. Rory, right. pick up the scraps from the kitchen, dude. Stop trying to get my dad's cheese. <laughs> you could go lick the knife, okay? That, that, I mean, uh, all right. Here's one. Here. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> go get your fucking cheese, Rory. I think it's like what pepper jack cheddar. No, uh, it's just um, Swiss sharp. No, yeah. sharp cheddar. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you're uh, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself there, Rory. Uh, Dad, now that we were feeding the rats and, uh, you know, pouring our wrappers out here, what would you like to tell us about this movie? Well, we're completing the trifecta. Yep. This is Speed Racer. It's the 2008 <laughs> sports action comedy film. It was funny. and uh, written- <laughs> Maybe unintentionally <laughs> yeah. so. Written and directed by the Wachowski sisters, although... This was the this, last one. Yes, this would no. This yeah, this was the last movie before they became the sisters. The sisters, mm-hmm. and obviously it's based on the 1960 manga and anime series of the same name, which I remember watching as a kid. And actually, I liked Speed Racer. Really? Yeah. Okay. What was that in the ranking of like cartoons for you? Was it even top five? No, not really. But I, I think. 
ultimately, um, I like the song. I used to, you know, dance to it, you know, when I was like seven. Yeah, you put it on when you're pretending to drive around the neighborhood. Here it goes. Woo! I mean, the first one is killer. I just feel like I'm trying to like fucking put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> Although this sounds pretty much identical to every cartoon theme song back in the day. He's a demon on wheels. I'm surprised he isn't as fast as lightning. Oh, what do you hey, whoa, man. I mean, <laughs> don't say that in front of Flipper. He's he's sort of notoriously insecure. Oh, I think I heard him. <laughs> I think I heard him in the back. Speed Racer is no match for me. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Who do you think would win a fight? Or not in a fight, in a race. Flipper or Speed Racer. Mm. If maybe the track is right next to the water, you know, one, one. No, Speed Racer would win because he's a demon. Yeah, okay. Demon beats lightning, I suppose. I'll have to run that by Beezlebub when I get the fucking chance. <laughs> okay, um, the thing about this movie is, wow, it had a lot of um, name actors in it. Yeah. And Emil Hirsch, which... We can talk about that. I, I I didn't like that casting. No? No. I don't know if I ever really got on the Hirsch train. It seems like he just wasn't it for me, you know? He was just one of those dudes who was popular during that early 2000s The era. only movie I liked him in was about the, um, oh, damn it, the guy that went out to Alaska. Oh, yeah. dying. Uh, something in the wild, into the wild? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He was also in the new, uh, well, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he was in that weird uh, movie what? where, yeah, he was uh, Sharon Tate's, like, husband or whatever in that movie. Because he talks to Leo at the end. He's like, oh, what the heck just happened? It's like, well, I just fucking killed some people. Wow, wow. Yeah. Why don't I remember that? He, it's a small bit part. He doesn't really have, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of screen time there. And it had Christina Ricci, John Goodman, Susan Sarandon. Matthew Fox, which that's another miscasting as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Roger Allen, uh, I don't know this dude, and uh, Rain, which Rain. Fuck is Rain? He's some uh, South Korean like, like music star? star. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's an idol. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously this was in 2008. I don't know how much of an idol he is anymore. But yeah. Maybe he's retired. Yeah. Maybe that Rain Cloud has gone somewhere else. <laughs> cool name now. Definitely. Right and up there with Seal. Yes. <laughs> seal. <laughs> what do you think of that, Flipper? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't like that one that no, much. No, he doesn't like Seals. No. <laughs> he really doesn't. I no. think they're kind of natural enemies in that sense. Uh, did he like Norwals? I don't remember. He loved... Well, don't talk about Mr. Yeah, Norwal. No. That, that's sort of traumatic as fuck. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry to bring <laughs> sorry. it up there, buddy. I, I know you saw probably too much for your own liking. And uh, some of the fun... There is a lot... <laughs> A lot of uh, background on this movie. Like, this thing got kicked around for a long time. This goes way back to the 90s. Everybody wanted a piece of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, and Keanu Reeves actually turned down the role of Racer X. Some Who of, I would have preferred to Matthew Fox. Yeah, that would have been cool. That That's been what cool. I'm saying. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, I think he made a good choice in not being in the movie, but yeah. neither here nor there. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Shia LaBeouf and Zac Efron were originally considered for the role of Speed Racer. Really? Yeah. Damn, dude, the Shia fall-off is kind of sad for me because obviously there's a moment in time where you could go back in this podcast and I'm, I'm pretty profusely pro-Shia, but 
uh, the dude fell off, obviously for many, many reasons, but uh, I still probably would have preferred him to Hirsch. Although Zach Efron, I, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levin in that role, but Zach, Zach has that like boyish charm. What about Shia? That's what I'm saying. Shia uh, would be fine. Oh, you were saying, but Zach, were. I probably would prefer Zach, Shia, and then Joseph Gordon-Levin. Right. And Vince Vaughn actually was back in 2004. He wanted to revive the project, and he wanted to be Racer X. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Vince Vaughn is one of those guys who, like, is sort of been typecast just by his stature and, like, the way he fucking looks. He's just... I don't think he has the the, the mysterious element that Racer X is yeah. sort of exhibiting there. And guess who else was basically offered the role of Racer X? Nicholas Cage. No way. Yeah. 2008 Cage? Yeah. How old was he? Like 40 fucking something years so old? So he would have been an Astro Boy... Oh, no. Well, this was in the it 90s. This was in the 90s. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, wow, that would have been really <laughs> quite the quite the connection. It's like, you know what? I got this other thing. I got this Astro Boy movie that I'm sort of, you know, committed to. And these are a lot of... Uh, and then Kate Mara and Rose McGowan were re- originally considered for the role of Trixie. Damn, dude. This recasting, uh, recasting couch is crazy. Yeah. And another thing that I found was um, during the production, uh, PETA... Made allegations of animal cruelty. <laughs> it was reported that one of the two chimpanzees, because there was two chimpanzees, because mm-hmm. I guess you can't just like you know like you know like it's like young kids like yeah. twins. They have like have, six babies yeah, on the lot. Right. <laughs> you can't have that chimp on for more than like two hours, man. It's like no. he'll freak the fuck out. No, they work on child safety laws. <laughs> and uh, reported that one of the two chimpanzees used in the production was allegedly beaten after biting a child actor. Oh so he must have beat what's the kid's name how would okay wait a minute that's almost like uh, who's really beating up a chimpanzee is the chimpanzee being like well you got to be careful when you just start you know trying to beat up a chimpanzee because he'd probably rip your face off well, that's what i'm fucking saying like who has the balls to, to slap this chimpanzee around because it bit a kid or whatever like yeah. that that almost is like asking for the the nope section the for someone to like be murdered by that fucking thing like you said <laughs> The film was basically filmed it, uh, in green screen. Yeah. And Which most movies are in sort of In 60 like days. It and, felt like a 60-day movie. Yeah. And it was um, it had a $120 million budget and only made $93 million worldwide. So it was, Wait, it had a $120 million budget yeah. and it made 93 Which I, I can't understand that because they had probably no sets. Well, they probably had some sets, but... Um, I mean, primarily shot with green screen. So it must have just been all the CGI budget, dude. All yeah, those animators. Were I just guess that yeah, cost a freaking a mint. Um, I hate that though. This movie, I'll say it right now because the green screen thing was brought up. But this is one of the ugliest pieces of shit I've ever fucking seen. And yeah. I sort of, I will say that a lot at the beginning of these type of podcasts where I'm like lamenting the shit that I don't like. But truly, an incredibly ugly movie. Uh, and there are some redeeming characteristics, but not enough to save the trash CGI and cinematography. Right. You know, and the only thing I, I want to bring up is the fact that this is the trifecta because they had Astro Boy, this movie. And the Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, and Dragon Ball Evolution. And they all tanked. And this is probably um, the lowest 
<laughs> point for doing live action anime. And I don't know, is anything, well, yeah, there have been some after this. It was like the late half of that first decade in the 20, 21st century, dude. Like everybody was just tapping out here, it seemed like. 2008, well, 2008 was like the, the There Will Be Blood and um, whatchamacallit, No Country for Old Men year, but all this other shit wasn't going to fly. But you know, something interesting I heard on uh, the podcast, uh, The Big Picture. What? Michael B. Jordan, you know, Creed 3. Yeah. Supposedly, the fight scenes are done in the style of anime. Yeah, I've been reading about Are influenced this. by anime. Yeah, so I'm interested in watching that just to see what the hell that means. I think it mostly goes down to how the camera presents, like, certain shots. You know, there's just sort of, like, anime cinematography tropes where... You know, when they're powering up, when they're getting hit, when they're having like this this mental lapse or whatever. I'm sure he's just tapping into all the stuff he saw in like Hunter Hunter or fucking Naruto or something. But yeah, I, I definitely would like to see. I don't think I saw Creed 2. You know, you? I haven't even seen Creed 1. So You I'm, have. That's not true, right? I, no, I am not. Oh, I saw that by myself. I forgot that I snuck into a and, movie theater um, to see that. I'm going to have to do the... Uh, you know, the trifecta. <laughs> yeah. We're watching the Creed on this episode, yeah. dude. We'll have a boxing fucking yeah. uh, storyline. I, I actually like Creed 1. I don't know about Creed 2, but Creed 1 was pretty good. And just for the record, there is a Wilhelm scream in this. Yeah, I was I was going to mention that to you. <laughs> it's it's tried and true, dude. Everybody's got to have their Wilhelm scream. It's almost like a rite of passage. Yeah, in a way. obviously. What was the uh, tomato on this one? The tomato, the critics, 41%. Mm. Uh, it was rotten. Yep. And the audience was 60. Off 250,000 ratings. Yeah. Which was a lot more than, uh, I guess, 150 more thousand than Astro Boy. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is that now they're trying to say this movie's sort of a cult classic. And yeah. that it, you I know, actually, it. yeah, I, I don't either. I'm not sure where they. Not every bad movie during its time can be considered a cult classic afterwards, you know? It's it's one of those things that we almost, like, you know, grant a pardon on a bad movie. It's like, you know what? There are some people who like this. We'll fucking bring it back for a streaming service, but we, we shouldn't try to, like, gussy up these bad movies. This is a... a uh, I feel bad saying it's a horrible movie. There's elements that I like, some of the chemistry stuff, some of... Even the racing scenes are kind of cool. But I cannot get over the gyroscopic 360 fucking pan across shot that is yeah. used ad nauseum in this movie. Yeah. Which is, I don't, it's just a horrible choice. I don't know what the, the sisters were thinking at that point. The, I guess the brothers at that moment. They needed yeah. a rebrand after what the fuck happened here. I mean, I think they, they are trying to like recreate a live action in the form of a of an animation. You know what I mean? They're trying to bring elements of the, which I think is a bad move because it's like, it's not the animation, so don't try to, you know, copy. I don't care if you copy the, you know, the, you know, some of the signature moves yeah. or whatever, however. Or even like, you know, you know representationals scenes. of scenes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, because there's like one scene where he gets out of the car and he does this weird, like, spin. And if you watch the cartoons, he always jumps out of his car and he yeah. does this move where he just... This like, pose. Yeah, exactly. And he does it at the end, you know, of that, that one particular race. Yeah. So. Well, after what... Togo Gone or whatever his fucking name is, like screws him over. Yeah. That's when he jumps out. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And then part. you see all the stock prices coming up on the screen and yeah. stuff. You know, it's a It's all rigged. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking stock market is yeah. influencing racing. 
Yeah, I mean, where would you where would you put your own meter on this one? I think this is dipping below fifty. This is probably in the critic space of like forty to thirty. I I'm pretty passionately against a lot of the shit that's going on here. I like Goodman. I like Sarandon. She's milfy. Richie's hot. <laughs> Even Emil Hirsch has like this kind of like you know, like I said the boyish type of charm, but. The, the movie just flops. Oh, really? The fucking problem is the kid, but we'll get into that in a second. The kid, <laughs> Spritel is the worst part of this fucking movie. But yeah, would you would you dip below the 50 or would you? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the typical movie where all of a sudden I'm, I'm engaged for the first half and then the second half I start to just fade off. Yeah. And then I'm watching it, but I'm not watching it. And I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> just It's not even interesting enough to fucking uh, like. Like, I see, like you said, I mean, some of the, you know, the, the, you know, the CGI stuff's pretty cool. But yeah, there are elements where the whole works. thing is like, who gives a shit? I mean, you know, you want to see something that's, you know, got a good script and. They, they go for the same old thing. The corporate mm. freaking world. Is, yeah. The douchebag billionaire is is yeah. operating under the yeah. shadows, yeah. and he's trying to fucking pull some strings. It's all about the money. Yeah, and there's a, a little bit of a Star Wars ripoff at the very end, but you know, yeah, all these movies kind of like bite off something else. Yeah, well, that was something I was going to talk about too. Oh, we'll get there when we get yeah. into the spotlight. But let me just jump into the Letterbox worst reviews because uh, we got a couple, and uh, this is another example of a movie that only solicited uh, half stars. So here we go. Uh, half Star by Joey Provolone on February 4th, 2023. Haven't watched it, but I get the vibe the CGI probably sucks. Why is everyone white in this movie? And this is, I guess, <laughs> technically a whitewashing example, but I think the CGI was so ugly that it almost, like, made up for it. You know, this movie could have been betterly cast, but the, the rest of it was so bad that it almost justified it being this way. Uh, another Half Star by Pussy2. There's also a flag there. I don't know whose flag it is, but uh, November 26, 2022, the absolute ugliest thing I've ever had to look at for two hours. And the two hour run mark was a step too far. I think this had to have at least 30 minutes cut off and at least some practical shots for Christ's sake. Yeah, they probably could have saved like 20 million too. Yeah. Maybe they would have broke even. If <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know if I would have wanted that for them. I don't think they deserved a break even, dude. If they would have just cut out that one scene of uh, Speed and his brother Rex fucking talking on the neighborhood street that looks like they're in, I don't even know, like any fucking live action Disney show. Like, it looked so bad. This is another one, too, where this is a 1960s cartoon. And I'm always wondering why they think they can revive something like this because, I mean... Were they marketing it to, you know, 40-year-olds, 50? I mean, and the thing is, is all the marketing, like, they made a ton of toys for it. Mm. I mean, they tried to sell the shit out of it in terms of, like, they thought it was going to be some, like, oh, yeah, all the kids are going to love Speed Racer. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they just think, like, oh, it's such a cool idea that, you know, the new the new generation is going to dig Speed Racer. You yeah. Know, but I think most movie productions at least try to have both ways. They're like, all right, we want some like child appeal. Like if this kid fucking watched it, would they want to see the sequel? And also would their parents like it type of thing? But I really don't know who this movie was for. Like you said, like it, it really was almost on an Island of its own. It's sort of like a self-interest type of movie. This might've been just been for them, the, the Wachowskis, I suppose. 
Uh, all right, we got another half star by Alice Chapman on September 1st, 2022. That stupid kid and monkey need to get burnt. And why the hell were they drinking milk straight, straight up at the end? Uh, summed up what the fuck was going on the whole time. How did this get made? Well, the whole drinking milk thing. That's is a, a racing yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that was maybe missed by uh, Miss Alice there. But yeah. the, the kid and the monkey... Which, uh, I guess I can sort of say this now since this was also like part of my spotlight, but child actors are such a fucking landmine to have in your movie because it almost has to be perfect. There are so few examples of child actors actually getting it right. And this kid was one of the worst, is really, really <laughs> one of the worst and has a real chance to get on the yeah. Rushmore. But also... I guess I would replace every child actor with a monkey yeah. instead. I'd rather it just be a monkey. Although that's maybe why I hated the Fablemans is because it was kid actors and there was a monkey in it. Did uh, the monkey steal every scene that he was in? I don't even know if he stole it. I thought it. the monkey had some good facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, he was very expressive. But maybe those were CGI'd on. No just, way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't yeah, deep fake the monkey, yeah, dude. Yeah, but they had the monkey just be like going, oh, you know, making these faces like, and I was just like. Well, that's I what don't. I'm saying. The, the monkeys are good actors, dude. They have actual <laughs> fucking capacity. Yeah. If if Anna Paquin or any of these like weird child stars, if Joel, uh, Joel, uh, what, Oz, Oz, what is his fucking name? The, the kid who was an AI. Uh, if that kid oh, can get like attention. Joel Oz, uh, Osti- Oz, 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 I want to say Oswald yeah. or Austin, but Austin is the fucking uh, the preacher guy. But yeah. If, I don't if, know why I'm talking about movies. I can't remember a goddamn thing about it. I anymore. don't even know why we have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit on these movies. But yeah, no. I think I would prefer monkeys over children in almost every single role. Especially if it's a chimp who's, you know, given, given their best, if anything. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got another half star by Damie Baby on July 8th, 2022. Was high as hell, parentheses, weed. Felt like I was on acid or something. Then we stopped watching because we were busy smashing. <laughs> I, I guess that's probably you know, the best case scenario, dude. I find that a lot of people just start getting down during anime. I mean, we've had mm. quite a few uh, Well, some reviews. people have been like incapable in of getting an erection during a movie. Remember the Kiki's review? Where he, she said her boyfriend was impossibly soft when yeah. she tried to hook up with him. Well, I can I can maybe understand that one. Yeah, that might. I not think be the it's movie. just because people get so you know bored with the movie they just like, hey, you know, you want to watch this movie anymore? And you're like, no, well, let's fuck. Yeah. Well, I think that's sort of the <laughs> the underrated uh, aspect of being like high when you're watching a movie because your attention will start to drift, and at that point, you kind of only want to fuck. So yeah, if you if you want to be celibate during a movie. Uh, Keep the weed and the women away, I, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, another half star by Probably Parker on April 15, 2021. Speed Racer is why Matthew Fox quit acting. And Matthew Fox is an interesting case because I really like Lost. I really like Lost a lot. Did you ever get into Lost? Oh, that's right. He was in Lost. Yeah. Um, I did in the beginning and didn't really resonate. You know, no. I know everybody did, but... Yeah, Troy and I definitely had our lost moment, and I think... I don't know if he liked it more than I did, but Matthew Fox does seem pretty limited in the sense that whatever was happening with Lost, and I guess he had some other show beforehand, it really might have been the peak for him because he had some Tyler Perry movie where he played like a serial killer. He had this, and I don't really know what else he was doing for, I guess, the rest of his life. Uh, But I... He's one of those dudes who kind of like overachieved, it seemed like. 
Matthew Fox almost like got a little more than he deserved for the acting quality that he's capable of. Yeah. He's just a handsome dude. That's sort yeah. of what it pays off, you know, to be. I guess. Is this, I mean, I don't think he was in a lot of movies. I mean, he was mostly TV. Yeah, let me let me run that by the old Google search. Because like I said, I knew he was in uh, the Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> What's his IMDb? He was in uh, World War Z in a scene that got fucking cut. Like, I don't think he was actually in that movie proper. Uh, Bone Tomahawk, have you ever seen that movie? Nope. That features one of the most, like, gruesome... Uh, scalping gore scenes. It's like some fucking crazed, uh, whether it's a Native American or some sort of indigenous person in the West, uh, it like absolutely brutalizes uh, Matthew Fox, I believe. Really? But yeah, his his movie, uh, his movie filmography pretty much ends in 2015. Television, I guess he has a show. He's in five episodes of a show called Last Night. But uh, yeah, he's, he's just sort of dipped. I don't know what happened. Well, I guess he was in a... Uh, Never could make the oh, here we transition go. to the- Well, I think he's also maybe an abuser. Uh, Dominic Monaghan tweeted about Fox that he beats women, not isolated incidents, often. Wow. So Dominic uh, Monaghan, one, uh, one of the favorite fucking hobbits from the Lord of the Rings, calling out Fox for being a woman abuser. So, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe that's the reason why. I don't think he deserves another chance. That's why he's not around. He's on Cancel Island. Yeah, I'm surprised, we, I'm surprised we didn't see him. It seems like he thrives <laughs> on islands. It seems like he probably wanted to be there in the first place. Yeah. I so, mean, he was on Lost, so he, he yeah. felt right at home. Him and Army Hammer probably had like a real like hot dude moment or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, and then finally, I got one uh, more half star by Ben underscore H on February 19, 2021. Trump decided to run for president after watching Speed Racer. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know why they thought that was the case. Uh, I guess maybe it was like, what, 2008, Obama just got elected. I don't know if he had concocted the the birther thing just yet, but maybe we could ask him. 2008, yeah. I mean, Trump didn't even run till 2018. Uh, No, he would have run in 2016, but he might have run in 2012. 2012? Maybe. Or he was, oh, he did run, but he didn't. He remember he was doing the whole Obama birther thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tried to, which was true. <laughs> he was born in Kenya. <laughs> Obama loves the Wachowski sisters in their horrible movies. <laughs> All right, Trump, you can fucking cool it down. Uh, I don't need you weighing in on you know trans artists or anything like that. But yeah, I I I I don't think Trump likes Hollywood. Period. He's always bagging on everybody because they don't like him yeah no he sort of lost all his uh all his credibility with anyone in the uh i guess the hollywood row oh craig stop it you dirty boy not in front of the others you're turning me on too much the ship will malfunction if i squirt any more rocket fuel oh sweet what the fuck craig god damn it guys this is fucking getting too far you know how is the ai robots having more freaking you know well, probably not more than Patrick, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, guys? Come on. Don't do this right in front of me. I mean, you know, this is so fucking rude. You know, I get back. I saved the day with fucking Robocock Johnson. You know, I have to walk in with uh, Craig fucking balls deep in the USB port, which is just like, you know, so disrespectful. Muskie, I-, I don't even actually know why you get involved. You seem to have like, you know, this weird idea that you uh, have any ownership or at least some like companionship with fucking Celine. She doesn't like you. Muskie, please stop. You're just jealous that Craig can stimulate my mind and my body. <laughs> All you ever did is fuck a plastic husk of a woman. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Muskie. Well, uh, uh, 
You're speechless. Uh, that was fucking rude. I mean, uh, I didn't deserve that. And besides, Craig is a better father for Brock than you are. <gasps> Hell, Rory is technically a better father than you are. He's the only one who takes care of that thing. That's, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. That is true. I, I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong, Muskie. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just kind of true. You know what? I'm I'm gonna take a fucking walk. This is this is fucking bullshit. You you know I'm I'm getting. Hey, Musky, you want your gun? I already have my gun. You don't have my fucking gun. Yeah. I wouldn't let you touch my fucking gun. No, I'm just thinking you might. No, I'm I'm sorry. I just that's fine. You know what? I'm taking a walk. I'll see you fucking pussies out in the. I guess we're in the Blitz District or whatever. But you know, I'm taking my gun. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Well, I, I guess Muskie needs to blow off some steam uh, because <laughs> that was pretty savage by our AI. I didn't know she was uh, chirping at him like that. I mean, maybe that's all the extra like sexual confidence that she's getting from hooking up with Craig. I don't know. Something's going on. There's a lot of weird, weird interminglings with our characters here. Uh, but, Dad, now that we've illuminated the Internet's thoughts, would you uh, like to shine your spotlight anywhere? Yeah, when I watched this, the first thing that came to my mind, I go, this is Speed Racer on DMT. Mm, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> they're in the they're in yeah. the dome. Yeah. Or maybe I did you give me some DMT? No, I don't just kidding. I wish, dude. <laughs> I've been I've been looking for it myself. I had a conversation with a couple people well, I had a couple uh conversation with someone at a bar a while ago when we weren't in space about DMT and it made me want to try it again. Right. Which, you know, one day we'll do it, we'll do it on the pod. Oh no. It'll be 15 minutes. You'll just have to, like, vocalize <laughs> what you're seeing, what the machine elves are teaching you yeah, about. Yeah, well, they're probably going to tell me, you know, I'm wasting my time doing these podcasts that, you know, no. the world is a what? No, they would not say that to you. They would probably say that, you know, you should pod more. Oh, really? The machine elves are very podcast They probably tell me to quit my job and, and start a, you know, a podcast about DMT. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know. I, I guess you is have to speak to the Is there any DMT podcasts out there? Ooh. I, I, that might be, you know. I mean, what would every episode be, you know? <laughs> We're just—it's just dudes like fifteen minute cycles of them just going under the dome and then coming back and talking about it. Yeah. Complete silence. Well, for like, like they would have plus. a new. Yeah, that would be a pretty good, cool podcast. They just have like somebody new every time do DMT. They're like, okay, here he goes, and then he comes back and he tells everybody what the hell he saw. Yeah, I I feel like tales I from DMT. Ooh. Tales from, Tales from the Machine Elves. Yeah, Tales from the Machine Elves. Rage That's Against the Machine Elves. New podcast. Yeah, we're, we're definitely also looking for a rebrand if this thing doesn't pan out with, uh, I guess, if we're enslaved by the Zabu Zibble, uh, if everything with Patrick doesn't pan out. But yeah, maybe the DMT thing is the next step. Yeah. And then I was wondering about literally Speed Racer, the names that, you know, they took them literally. Now, I'm, I don't, don't remember in the, uh, in the, uh, the cartoon mm -hmm. but you know you have pop what was his name pop yeah. racer mom racer C crazy last Speed name racer dude. it's almost yeah. like being called baker everybody and you're working i'm at a like bakery. thinking that i should be a uh, dad podcaster and you'd be son podcaster well <laughs> hopefully i would have a name instead of just son if you're well, naming no, your kid's son it. you're just what you are that's what you do you know i wonder how many people are named son in america like oh, i don't really want to give my kid a name son name <laughs> Uh, that's not going to give me anything. That's just a bunch of names. Yeah, that would be that. Maybe I'll have to follow up up with that one. Son. Yeah, it's just no fucking name for his own. It's almost like giving your kid Junior, but even worse. It's the most generic thing you can call your kid. Yeah, I mean, I that's you know I've always said I was pretty you know bright because my mom always called me Son. <laughs> that's a dad joke right there, dude. 
<laughs> sorry, man. I'm sorry. That it's was, okay. That was bad. No, it was fine. You, um, you're just working up for the, the DMT pod. You know? <laughs> We're changing gears. I turned 60. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a different man now. <laughs> and I'm drinking wine. And I just ate a whole... Yeah, you just ate Big a bunch of cheese. cheese yeah. Only shared a little bit with a rat. <laughs> Tried to rap moments before. And then Christina Ricci. Yeah. Um, she's she's an interesting actress. And the thing about her is all I can ever... Re- I watched that movie, Black State Snake Moan. Uh-huh. Did you ever watch it? No, I didn't. Isn't she like imprisoned by Samuel L. Jackson or yeah. something like that? Yeah, well, she's basically a nymphomaniac. Oh. And like her husband goes into the service... And she instantly has to, like, she just needs to get laid all the time. Like, yeah. she just, like, you know, needs She needs sex. the moan. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then she, I mean, she's, like, you know, basically uh, Peter Travis from Rolling Stone said it was, like, the softcore porn movie of the year or something like that. So Whoa. she she gets pretty, you know. Is she hooking up with Sam J? No. Oh. But he finds her, like, she she goes out, she's partying, and then he finds her, and she doesn't have any freaking clothes on. I don't know if she's totally naked, but she has no shirt on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see all of her goods. Um, she's all beat up. Some I think some guy basically rapes her. And then Is it Justin Timberlake? He's the other guy in this movie. I'm looking it up right now. I think he's the, the, the boyfriend. He's the boyfriend? Yeah, he okay. goes. So he's a good this, guy. Yeah, he is. All right. But uh, Samuel Jackson finds her and brings her back to his house. He changed her to the radiator. <laughs> oh, my God. But the funny thing is if you look at the marketing picture for this movie, they got Samuel Jackson with chains, and she's just like, you know, in Daisy Dukes and freaking this. Yeah. <laughs> Has a little midriff, she, more than a midriff. Yeah, and she basically said, you know, that she was ashamed of the fact that, you know, because you know, some women called her out for, you know, I think what when did this movie come out? Fucking like it came out before this movie, which I was surprised because I'm like, oh really? 2006. Yeah. yeah, people were like really slut shamey uh, in the early 2000s, dude. Also, crazy to talk about like fat shaming when you see like the pictures of like uh, Jessica Simpson when everyone's like, wow, this girl is really letting herself go and she looks completely fucking normal. Yeah, like everything coming out of the 90s, everyone was like coked out of their fucking mind or like too skinny from eating disorder. You know, it. I mean, it seems like it goes both ways. I mean, there's some women that take shit for losing a weight. I mean, yeah. Adele took shit because people were giving her shit because she lost weight. It's yeah. like, it, you can't win. No, everybody can find a reason to be mad about anything. We're, we're just sort of living in the space of outrage. But the outrage era. That's the thing about, every time I see her, that's all I can think about is that movie. I'm gonna have to you watch should, that. Yeah, now. you're gonna have to check it Richie, out. Richie, Richie is a yeah. is a catch for sure. Because I mean, I always thought she was just a strange sort of, you know, not really. I mean, she never did anything, you know. Well, she, she was didn't seem what? that sexy or anything like that. She and was I, the Adams family I apologize, kid. Casper, and this was when she was like a child. Yellow Jackets, I guess she was in. She was in Monster. Oh, she's in Charlie Yellow Stone. Jackets now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at just like her IMDb. Yeah, there's a lot of movies here that are kind of bust. She was in Matrix Re- Resurrection, but she was pretty hot in Black Sna- Snake Moan. So I mean, she's she's. A I was woman. surprised when I saw her in that movie. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> is this is this closer to the title than I think?" Yeah, and um, so I just found it funny that she was in this movie. Yeah, who didn't have any reference for Speed yeah. Racer? Apparently, she didn't right? know anything about Speed Racer. Which I don't think you really have to if you're like the girlfriend of the racer. Yeah. You can sort of just be like around, but. <laughs> 
And then Speed Racer was basically in this movie portrayed as sort of like he had ADHD. I mean, yeah, he had a learning disability that yeah. made him want to. But a I racer. guess in the cartoon, he was actually sort of a genius. So, oh, yeah, they reversed it because I think they were trying to make it like you know what. <laughs> This neurodivergent And I kid. was saying, I go, maybe that's just a sign of greatness. You know what I mean? I question whether I have, like, <laughs> a, an attention deficit, you know, disorder. I really, truly think my brain is broken sometimes. And I, in a way, I'm not, like, driving in my mind. But there's... That's why we give you the meds. You should have. <laughs> no. I feel like I need to be medicated in different parts of my life. No, but... none of my kids are on meds. That's yeah, bullshit. thankfully. I just self-medicate with drugs and alcohol, as every other American does. <laughs> and uh, I already brought up casting what ifs. I mean, there's a ton of actually Johnny Depp was actually involved mm. in an earlier. Um, Julian Temple was uh, going to direct. I don't know who that is. Julian Temple. Yeah, I don't know who he is too. But they both dropped out of the film. Mm. Personal issues. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think maybe. Johnny was drinking too much wine or something. Yeah, Johnny, I don't know if he'd fallen into whatever space he is now where he's just like, you know, the he's becoming Jack Sparrow. I think that's sort of the prophecy that he was always supposed to fulfill is just to slowly deteriorate in age to which he looks like an old Jack. And then the bar, uh, the, the bad car physics, mm. that just ridiculous. I mean, these cars are spinning. I mean, that any car actually got into an accident is crazy because every car seemed like it was on the verge, but could somehow miraculously, you know, right itself. So yeah. how would any car get in an accident in, in these races? I'm not sure how. I mean, speed goes down a cliff, presses a button. Able to freaking, you know, grip the freaking side of the mountain and then yeah. you know, the ice mountain and, you know, go back up. So every car, come on. Yeah, it uh, it definitely seems like they had like the pinball mechanic where they could just sort of bounce off one another and not have any structural damage. But like they're taking full on like jackknife hits in the middle of the race and they're <laughs> fucking spinning out of it completely fine. But I thought it should be more like, you know, Mad Max type mm. of uh Thing. You know, they had that whole desert race and yep. the, you know, all the, the weapons action. coming out of the freaking cars. That would have been cool. That like, been yeah, cooler. they should have been. Yeah, they should have definitely gone that road. If you're going to spend 120 fucking million dollars on a movie, Jesus Christ, put somebody in a goddamn real car. Yeah. For that time, I mean, that must have been a huge budget. 120 million in 2008. All right. Mad Max uh, Fury Road budget was 154 million to 185 million. So they would have needed another thirty to sixty. Yeah, but that's in the, that's in today's. Yeah, with inflation, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really think it would have been better if they had any sort of practical scenes. I think the more that we dive into the CGI space and see how fucking soulless and you know just empty, all around empty visually uh, within the heart of the actors, you could just see the life leave their ass when they have to fucking act in front of a green screen. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm I'm here for the more practical effects. Let's go back to the way of, of movies of yore, you know, as as Babylon would like to show us, where we're all just waiting for any I fucking mean, thing to go. You know, CGI has its place, but you got to use it properly, sparingly. Which I Tastefully. you know, like um, Jurassic Park, like really sort of sparked the whole CGI. Like that brought it to the forefront of like, whoa, look at this shit, what you can do. Mm. But Steven Spielberg, like he still had, you know. The models. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was, you know, regular sets and big, you know, but. Yeah. Of course, we're talking about Spielberg. We're not talking about. <laughs> well, Spielberg has also fallen off in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So 
I guess he, he kind of he's not in your good graces right now. No, I'm I'm I, I'm really I'm I'm willing to give him a pass on the um, Fablemans. Uh, I just and don't you like just, like you just you got down on him. I well, I don't like the movies that he's been putting out. I think West Side Story was just like yeah, mid. but how old is he? Doesn't matter if you're gonna be regarded just like any old entertainer they this Cormac McCarthy is almost 90 years old and that dude just put out a masterpiece if you're not fucking yeah I did if you if you I mean he's a writer he's not a director but I don't actually know the visual medium is a little bit different you know it's almost like Bill Belichick getting to his 70s like greatest coach of all time probably is not going to be the greatest coach going forward type of thing yeah I'm a little disappointed in Bill I mean (laughs) let's take a Patriots detour (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's not even go there. Let me, yeah, I'll just look into the next season. I just hope that we, we actually have an offensive coordinator now. So yeah, Bill O'Brien is back in town. We're not going to pursue Lamar Jackson, unfortunately, and we're just going to stick it out with Mac. So <sighs> we can't afford Lamar. We and really I don't can't. even know. I mean, I'm of that. I know. I think Lamar's. What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm not even going to go. I'm not going to go into football. <laughs> Why not? Uh, this is a borderline football co- uh, podcast. All right, let me just uh, do my spotlights real yeah, quick. Yeah, but I want to bring up one more thing. <laughs> pancakes are love. Absolutely. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think pancakes are, do you think they're top three breakfasts? You know, it Over used to the have waffle? a, re- yeah, yes. I like waffles more than I like pancakes. I do like waffles, but pancakes go so far back. Like you, when I was a kid, it was just like, your old man would be like, your mother would be like, yeah, we're making pancakes. Like, pancakes were, like, always on the agenda. Yeah. And you were, like, psyched because, I mean, syrup, come on, man. Yeah, well, syrup as a kid just felt like you were getting a fucking IV drip of, yeah. like, the, the strongest drug you oh, possibly yeah. could get your hands on. I do think waffles are superior to pancakes, although I am a huge pancake fan and do have a lot of nostalgia. I know back in the day, uh, I would have people over and we would just bake big ass pancakes, yeah. like the biggest pancakes we could make on the skillet. Well, there's that's the sadness though, is I realize that I just don't eat pancakes and we don't make pancakes. Every once in a while, your mother would be like, "You want some pancakes?" I'd mm. be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll fuck a, a whole stack of pancakes." Yeah. Uh, it does need to be, I guess, brought around a little bit more in this household. You know, I think I think we could all benefit from a, a few more uh, cakes in our life, if anything. <laughs> Uh, All right, so my first spotlight was J.J. Abrams, who is apparently at the forefront of a Speed Racer revival. And this makes me question, is J.J. Abrams good at his job? Because I think... I think he's overrated. I do also think he's overrated, and I think I'm going to look at his IMDb. Whoa, is that a hot take? It's kind of it's a it's a little hot take. Yeah. It's a not more than it's probably more than lukewarm. But let's see. All right, his filmography as a director, the writing stuff is not that great looking. So as a director, it's Mission Impossible Three, Star Trek Super Eight, Star Trek Into Darkness, and then Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker from Star Wars. So first Star Trek, pretty good. I, I did not watch the Mission Impossible movie. Super Eight. I think I can't really remember it. I think I, it was re- fine. I remember it. It was fine. It was okay. Yeah, it was. It was riffing on like you know the Stand by Me, the ETs. But all you those. were expecting more. Yeah, by the trailers, you definitely wanted something yeah. else. Well, uh, just his name, like all you know, J.J. Abrams had that. You know, I wouldn't say he's Nolan 
notable. I mean, he did have that that time where he was like the up, you know, the, the up and comer dude. Because yeah. he was the executive bad robot. You know, the whole lost connection right there. Him yeah. being the executive producer right. and getting that well, off that's the ground sort of started it, right? He's probably better known for like being the producer of things than he is being a really inventive or interesting director. Uh, I think Force Awakens was a comparable Star Wars movie that was a ripoff of obviously the other uh, what the the Episode Four, A New Hope. It's essentially the same exact movie. But the rise of Skywalker is one of the the biggest black stains on any director's fucking resume. I think that movie was a cancer, and it, I, <laughs> and I think he let it fester uh, inside of Disney because it sort of ruined the ecosystem after that. But that movie is the thing that really made me question: like, does fucking J.J. Abrams have any clout? And for the television stuff, I don't really know. I don't think he's been a director on TV uh, it's, since like 2010. So it's sort of weird that he's trying to. I'm not saying he's making a comeback. I don't. I don't think he's lost that much. But I mean, he's trying to pick up on Speed Racer. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, well, okay. He apparently is going to be the producer for a Dr. Seuss movie. Oh, the places you'll go. Uh, the boy, the mall, the fox. Uh, there's just a lot of shit here. The Cloverfield Paradox. He was the producer of, and that movie sucked. I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of in the the camp that J.J. Abrams is overrated, as we kind of stated. Yeah. But I, I really don't think you can come back from the Skywalker thing. I guess it's like, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> really? I mean, if you're gonna jump into these franchises and you're gonna fucking direct two of the biggest movies of the last decade, and one is a ripoff and one is fucking awful. Then you probably have to be reevaluated, uh, reevaluated as a, re- a director, in my mind. Uh, all right, I already did the uh, the movie and the monkey thing. Next, I had on my spotlight was the fall of segways. And have you ever ridden a segway? Have you ever been on no. a segway before? I haven't either. And it speaks mostly towards like early two thousands. The weird thing is the guy that invented the segway lived right in New Hampshire. No way. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Is I actually almost did work at his house. Wow. I knew uh, the company that did some work for him, and they om- they were going to bring me in to do something. I didn't end up doing it. but mm-hmm. Yeah, the Segway thing, I see it sometimes. It has to be almost like in a bigger city. I don't know if I've ever seen them around like where we live now, but it seemed to only kind of be known for for just people fucking falling off of it like every every link that i looked up the one of the first things was usain bolt being hit with the Segway after he was running at the olympics like he had just had this incredible run on uh, in the 200 meter and this dude is trying to get like a close-up shot of him uh oh, while he's he running runs into him <laughs> he runs segment. right into fucking him and uh there's another thing of like george bush being caught by like the paparazzi of falling off a Segway. And Ellen fell off uh, the Segway on her show. It was just like a, a disastrous fucking invention for anybody because apparently nobody has balance. <laughs> but that that <laughs> but just that fell was off. the whole aspect of these. They you know they had this gyroscope and you it was able to you know keep itself <clears throat> up. Yeah. But I guess they were they, they well the thing is is when they came out there was such there was a huge amount of hype before the Segways came out. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, what's this? What's he going to do? What's the guy's name? Who's the inventor of the Segway? Uh, inventor of the Segway. Well, it almost transitioned into uh, whatever the hoverboards were. Do you remember those? Those little 
uh, boards that were essentially yeah. the segues with other things, and they would fucking set on fire. I think it was Dean Kamen. Yes, Dean Kamen. Dean Kamen. New Hampshire born. Not yes. New Hampshire born. Is he born? No, he's born in Rockville Center, New York. He just yeah, lives but he in lived in New Hampshire. Yeah. I wonder if this dude... Well, like, everybody was like hyping, it. like, whoa, what's he going to bring out? And then he brought it out, and then it was like, uh, okay. Yeah. What is it? You know, and it, at first, like, you know, everybody was trying him and everything. And I mean, he's a net worth of $500 million, so at least he duped, you know, the world public to well, fucking buy Well, he also invented steam. some cool shit, like something that could, like, clean water, like for, you know, the, he was going to... He invented something like could just... It was like a small machine, and hmm. it would take, like, dirty water and and purify it oh okay and he was like you know supposed to help everybody in africa or something like that i i hope that panned out i don't know if it did but you know it seems like the uh the segway thing sort of overshadowed yeah i don't know what's happened to him he's sort of fallen off he hasn't invented anything cool i guess no he i mean i guess what i said was like what it stopped production in 2020 maybe he's still he's still reeling from that you know (laughs) he's still got the pandemic blues Uh, and the uh, last spotlight I had was billionaire techs and super soldiers. And this uh, kind of boils down to Royalton having that big complex where he was like training all these athletes and all these like superstars to be, you know, the, the army of a- athletes and talent that he's going to essentially use to win every competition or whatever. But it kind of led me down the rabbit hole of like the Elon Musk text or just like the general behavior of fucking billionaires. And it's funny how blase they are with, you know, how they do business deals. Like the, if you go through the must text, like he's essentially asking for billions of dollars or they're just exchanging billions of dollars over like the most urbane fucking, uh, banal text messaging that you could have with somebody like it. it they just don't even fucking blink their eyes. And it makes me wonder like, how often are people in power just sort of like casually shifting the nature around us? Like do politicians like text one another, like you up at night to try to like, <laughs> you know, strike some sort of deal. But uh, I, I also went down the, another fucking rabbit hole of like billionaires with their weird ideas and like how they're spending their money on these the stupid fucking projects. And I came across this list on uh, Inc.com and there's this dude like uh, Clive Palmer, wanted to make a Titanic 2. He planned to build a replica that would have cost like $500 million. And I don't know if it ever got... No, it seems like at this point, like it never fucking happened. But another dude, like uh, Bezos, with a 10,000-year clock. Why would you want to do that? Who fucking cares about having a clock that is just going to keep ticking for another 10,000 years? So we could see the Amazon logo on the bottom. You'd be like, oh, well, Bezos Well, that's the thing. When you have as much money as these guys, you just don't know how the hell to spend it. I mean, how do you spend billions of dollars? So you just, like, throw it at stupid ideas. Well, that's the thing. We need need to bring back the giant statue era because obviously there are... You know, there, there's pl- plenty yeah, of money. Yeah, but why are we trying to invent these or make these stupid things? Like, just give the money, you know, do something good for freaking the world. It, I, apparently, this is what they think is going to do good for the world. Just, like, <laughs> leaving trash behind for to essentially decompose. I, I mean, that's the... I mean, here we are. We're trying to go to Mars. We're trying to do... I well... Mean, no Mars anymore. <laughs> there's no Mars anymore, yeah. unfortunately. But, you know, that, that maybe is something we could bring up with Barbo, I'm sure, when we, uh, when we run into that motherfucker. But yeah, it's 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 a mystery how and why these people are so psycho so psychotic that they want to spend this type of money on the stupidest shit. I mean, I get like wanting to be uh, immortal and like going to space, but like, 
Who gives a fuck about an atomic clock? I mean, come on, Jeff. Truly. Find a fucking better way to spend <laughs> your money. Buy another I yacht. Know. I don't know. But, yeah, whatever. Dad, was there any uh, takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had from this one? Aside from, like, you know, billionaires need to spend their money better? Yeah. This movie, you know, plays uh, the same trope of, like, big business ruins everything. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always, which maybe might be true, but... And cheaters never prosper. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, you might as well win the championship the real way. Well, that's what they said at the end. There's, a, you know, the, the fake um, newspaper, and it says, cheaters never prosper. Yeah, dude. The journalists are getting it right this time. They're, they're fucking snuffing it out. I guess, yeah. I mean, cheaters always get caught, and um, that's a lesson to be learned. Yeah. Don't try to cheat on your girl or in a race. I think. And the other thing is... There's oh, <laughs> listen to the force. Yeah, there's always something. Everybody wants to believe that, you know, like even in golf, be the ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like there's always somehow you have to like you know meld with your environment and listen to the things, and everything's going to tell you what to do. And, yeah, you know, the universe will. The atoms will vibrate will in talk such a way, to you and, and it's going to give you the answers and. Uh, you know, it's easy to get sucked into that kind of thinking because sometimes I do. I, I, I've i had different experiences in my life where I was just like, shit, you know, something told me. I always have the same story about when I was driving down the highway and I was cresting this hill. I was coming up on this hill and for whatever reason, I was in the right hand lane and I shifted over to the left hand lane for no mm. reason. There was no car in front of me, nothing. And as I did that and I came over the hill, there was this huge box that was sitting in the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. And that day I was like, oh, shit, like what the hell told me to freaking go to the left side of the freaking mm. road? Just intuition, just fucking the spirit speaking yeah, out to you. Yeah, it was the universe, man. Well, it was the force. I, I think this probably needs to be double checked by me, but also I just kind of like regurgitate random shit that I see on the internet all the time. But there was <laughs> this thing that I saw where there was like a Chinese study of um, a plant and they put this plant in a room that had a spotlight at the top and the spotlight would move around randomly throughout the room. Uh, so the, the people doing the study moved the plant to the corner of the room. And after they were observing this for a period of time, it was noticed that the light actually went to the corner more often after the plant was there. So something about the necessity of needing the light, something about, you know, the, the, I, like the, the plant needing it to grow, something about the influence of the plant actually being in the room changed the randomness of how the light was going to happen. So in terms of like how you are changing material space, there may or may not be some sort of, you know, truth there. But also, I probably should double check that. Yeah, I watched something, too, about somehow water molecule or, like, um, when it turns to ice or something. Like, they play a, like they were playing music or something, and it would form certain crystals. And then when they played something like, you know, speed, I don't know, something that wasn't supposedly pleasing, like, then it would cause the crystals to be, like, all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in terms of like water, fucking plants, like yeah. all these things that we just sort of take for granted that like can do some really creepy shit well, when it comes you know, down to maybe it. Maybe the plants can, you know, talk to each other and everything. There's probably a whole well, other fungal thing networks are communicating. See, uh, I, I'm already buying into it. 
Yeah. <laughs> we just all want to know that yeah. we're all kind of interconnected. And Whenever I'm driving my car, I try to freaking, I ask it, you know, it's like, what's going on? Like, I'm trying to feel the brakes. I'm yeah. trying to understand the engine you know what i mean become one speak to it dude speak your <laughs> truth to the car <laughs> and then drive it. david oh. as always i'm sorry to interrupt but you've just received a special transmission from the zabu Zibble leader oh not zabu Zibble. should i play the message um wait a minute dude i i don't know should we even be communicating tell him we're in a fun? meeting <laughs> well I, I i think maybe it's sort of important to like at least figure out what the fuck is going on because, you know, these people are sort of the ones that we're up against, okay, if yep. anything. All right, put them on. Oh, wait a second. What? Uh, Celine, any, any, you know, is Cliff Jockage there? Is he getting sucked off in front of the camera? <laughs> I, I just can't, you know, I can't see anybody uh, come on a screen again, I guess. <laughs> no, Cliff doesn't appear to be part of the videogram. And no one is being fellated, as far as I can tell. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah. All right. Um, that's, that's fine by me, I suppose. Just, just fucking play the message. Hello, racist podcasters! Oh, I'm Zig Zig the Goo, the leader of the Zabble Zibble! I'm Hunter Bats, Fat Patrick Erskine, and I will support him! Our enemies of the GFF! Which enemies. is why we've deployed our double agent to put an end to this! He's one of the best football players in the universe, and he's a master of the skies, Bobby Spackleton! Oh and once God. Patrick is defeated, all of us will be allies to enslave! <laughs> if you have the bronze left, you should retire! Or die! I don't know. Fuck you, Uskai! <laughs> I understood that. <laughs> I what think, the I, hell? I think he said that he should retire if he has any brains, which is like kind of a shot. Which apparently makes me think that they're pretty confident in Barbo Spunkleton being like as good of a dual threat uh, football player as they would say. But. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little mealy mouth. I, I think we probably need to get yeah. some subtitles or something on these uh, these messages here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, uh, I don't know if you had anything else to say about the the, the takeaway, but I think I think it's probably high time that we go and talk to, uh, I guess, the rest of the commentating crew. We're uh, we're we're stationed outside of the uh, the Blitz district, I guess. I mean, I, I think that's just what the map is telling me here, but I'm sure, uh, the I'm blitz sure, district. yeah, we're, we're still on dome star, but we're just in a different place than the fucking dumping grounds that, uh, we, we left, I guess, Robocox Johnson's body. To what are we in the red light district <sighs> for Patrick's sake? I, I'm probably, uh, under the impression that he would hope so, yeah. but, uh, yep. Looks like fucking Zunk and AI are waiting for us as always. Hey, uh, guys, uh, what's up? Hello, drawing, David. Welcome to dome stars, blitz district. Are you boys ready for some intergalactic football? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I, <laughs> what, do you even have to ask? Uh, uh, Zunk, uh, how are you? Uh, yeah, gentlemen, uh, fellas, it's it's so good to be uh, back once again. Uh, you know, it was not that great mean Joe, but uh, you guys seem pretty cool, and I'm uh, ready to really... Get another game under my belt. Uh, you know, this one seems to be for all the marbles. Patrick Erskine, uh, Barbel Spunkleton. I mean, everyone's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it seems like it's going to be quite the game. Uh... This might be a sore subject, but how do you fellas feel about coming face to face with Barbel Spunkleton? I understand he tricked you into blowing up the planet of Mars. <laughs> yeah, well, Dad, how do you feel about seeing Barbo? He... <sighs> I know we're going to have to come and, like, m maybe come face-to-face -face with the dude who not only is dressed up like Jesus, but, you know, convinced us to commit 
uh, intergalactic genocide. He's no genocide. Jesus. No, he's no Christ. No. He, he is definitely a master disguise, though, yeah. which which is sort uh, of impressive. I personally would like right. to kick his ass, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I think that would be warranted, if anything. Yeah. I might be speaking out of turn, but it's a real shame what happened to Robocock Johnson. I didn't expect him to be executed in front of everyone in such a gruesome fashion, oh, but your friend yeah. Muskie seems like a loose cannon. <laughs> in my opinion, someone else should hold on to that gun. Oh, uh, well, AI... Uh, Muskie is sort of lording about. I, don't, I think he might have passed you guys by, but he does still have his gun. And I agree uh, that maybe he should not have it, but yeah, this is uh, there's a lot of the there's a lot on the plate today, I suppose. You know, <laughs> we're meeting one of our, our biggest enemies, one of the biggest enemies of the galaxy, and uh, may, may maybe Muskie's out for a murderous rampage. It's sort of hard to tell. But Dad, we uh, still have a chance to put three points on the board for our favorite quarterback before he even gets on the field, because we're gonna play some three lies and a truth. So, Dad, entry number one. In promotion of the film's release, a model of the Mach 5 was created and entered into the Suzuka circuit where it would not finish due to technical, uh, mechanical difficulties. Entry number two. To prepare for this role, Emil Hirsch watched every episode of Speed Racer and visited Lowe's Motor Speedway, where he met and got advice from race car driver Jimmy Johnson. Entry number three. The chimpanzee's originally cast as Chim Chim was forced to be recast after an incident on set involving feces, a destroyed catering table, and semen. And then finally, <laughs> professional NASCAR driver Jeff Gordon was in consideration for the part of Speed and was offered the part after auditioning for the Wachowskis, but dropped out after a severe crash at the 2009 Sprint Cup. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? The first one is a lie. First one is a lie? The, uh, the Suzuka Cup, you don't think the, the Mach 5 would have been able to, you know... Well, they did like make a, a model of the Mach 5. It was a legitimate car, but mm -hmm. no, it probably couldn't even do 100. Dad, you are correct. Uh, definitely, definitely not on that one. I don't know. If they're not going to do it in the fucking movie, they're probably not going to put it on an actual circuit. So, yeah, you're right there. <laughs> what else do you have on, you know, what are you feeling here? The chimpanzee, Chim Chim... No, he wasn't forced to be recast. There was two of them, and um, he got the shit beat out of him. So no, he didn't. He was not throwing feces. You don't think the feces destroyed catering table no. or semen after uh, happened after the the, no. the the beating or anything like that? No, Dad, you were correct once again. Chim Chim, uh, thankfully, wasn't you know excreting uh, excreting any extra fluids when he was getting his ass kicked. <laughs> So we're down to the last two. Uh, Emil Hirsch getting tips from Jimmy Johnson or Jeff Gordon being offered the part. Yes, and the truth is Emil Hirsch did watch every episode of Speed Racer and he visited Motor Speedway, which I'm sure didn't help him at all <laughs> in his preparation. Cause, yeah, mean, what the fuck is Jimmy Johnson going to tell him yeah. to like really he help He was his... sitting in a freaking car that was in front of a green screen that was on cables. Yeah. What was he doing? freaking shifting properly yeah he was telling him how to handle the g's or anything like that he was showing him how to fucking drop it and what do they drop the hammer you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit the nitrous or something like that all right dad well you are uh you were correct on that one and that's another three points yeah. going to vanilla tain erskine as we uh as we head into were you paying attention which as i stated before this is uh this is a game that everyone's talking about barbo spunkleton has showed himself again he's come back from earth 
uh, after bringing fucking Robocock Johnson a bunch of cancelites. How did he get up here so quick? He, uh, obviously he's some sort of alien. I think the, the Zabu Zibble are giving Maybe him. Maybe he is the second coming. I would hope not. I would hope not that he's the Messiah. I don't think he has any followers that. I don't think Jesus would blow up bars. Um, I don't know. I think people have invoked Jesus' name in a, in a many different situations to blow up Mars. No, maybe. what would Jesus do? No, he would not blow up Mars. Yeah, he loves Mars. He loves, yeah. all, he the loves all the planets. He loves all the planets. Yeah. God created them. I guess so. I guess I would love to know what uh, all the uh, the religious figures of antiquity would feel about the, the solar system as we know it now. You know, What would they say about looking through the fucking giant, uh, the JWW or whatever the... the James Webb. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. James Webb telescope, dude. That would probably give I don't know the Buddha a fucking heart attack, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, as I said, fake news. <laughs> fake news. There's no six new galaxies that didn't happen. Pluto still a planet. <laughs> All right, Trump. We, we we maybe we can check back in uh, with you in a moment for your your updates on the uh, the solar system, but. Why don't we uh, send this over to uh, Joe Cuck and the rest of our commentating team to get this fucking game started. Sound good to you, Dad? Yep. Alrighty, Joe. Hit him with those horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cuck. Joined again by AMI Goals and Zunk Zunglesworth. Joe. It's great to be here with you and suck for what should be the game of the year. I think Patrick's new laser arm will really be put to the test today by this Spunkleton-led defense. Let's hope he doesn't misfire and kill one of those three boob cheerleaders on the sideline. Uh, AI, uh, I completely agree. These, uh, these big boob, three-titted, uh, alien cheerleaders are gonna be a huge distraction. Uh, this laser arm might be too much firepower for, uh, what's pretty much a rookie in the, uh, the GFF. I mean... Patrick, uh, Patrick's got a lot on his plate today. <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of agree. I'm a little scared, and I uh, wish him nothing events because uh, we're coming to you live from Blitz Mobile Arena in Dome Star's End Zone District. We're anticipating a great game between the Spunkleton Space Christ and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where Patrick Vanilla Tanerskine is looking to punch his victory ticket for a chance to play against Cliff Jockage in Touchdown City, but he'll have to beat out the shifty star-killing secondary and their mass messiah in the middle, Barbo, disguised as Jesus Spunkleton. Back to you, Drew. Yeah, disguises Jesus Bunkleton. It looks like all these fucking dudes are disguises Jesus, which is like, <laughs> I, I guess they also have some other like cybernetics and shit like that. But this is quite the uh, quite the team uniform uh, and choice to continue <laughs> as your uh, as your main fucking thing. So hopefully we don't get banished to hell uh, for putting these dudes down. Yeah, it's funny that Jesus is just caught on in the you know outer reaches of uh, Earth. That's because everybody knows that all humans are fucking, you know, are simping for Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right. It's me, Barbo Spunkleton, with a with a, a new voice to be much more identifiable from last time. Yeah, it does seem like you sort of retcon your uh, your voice from whatever we the last time we saw you on Mars. All right, Barbo, uh, get away from the mic. I don't think I need to hear from you until maybe halftime. Yeah, so back off, Spunky. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dad. Uh, question number one. Uh, Grace buys a bag of 240 jelly beans. How many are yellow? And this is from the uh, the test that Speed is doing when he's having his little HD uh, ADHD episode. <laughs> go, Rex, go. <laughs> I like how he took that test, though. 
Yeah, he was definitely he was he was, I mean, he was tripping out, dude. He was <laughs> that's a ballsy thing to do for a kid. They just like you know what? I don't give a fuck. No, I'm 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 bubbling in yeah. whatever I want to say. It just says fuck you. All right, is it A thirty five, B forty one, C fifty two, or D sixty three? It would be A thirty five yellows. A thirty five yellow. Joe, what's going on, Drew? As the Vipers come to the line, it appears these space gray corners are activating their first down cloaking devices. This definitely seems like cheating, but let's see if Erskine has the predator vision on his first drive. Patrick Hagson, three-step drop, and he pumps. The fake is making the defense stutter, and now he's going to go wide for the open man. And Erskine throws the needle. Shinkai premature blast on Budokan. Securing the deep shot, and he's taking the hit for a first down. A.I. Michaels, what did you see on that one? Joe, Patrick looks sharp and confident with his new laser-powered left arm. And the threat of zoo-like imprisonment and vindictive at all exploration by the Zabazibble doesn't seem to be affecting his game at all. Yeah, vindictive butthole exploration definitely probably would be a good incentive to play well. Uh, whether the, the zoo-like imprisonment is sort of something we all have to uh, worry about, I suppose, if they're coming after Earth. But yeah, good on, good on Patrick for getting that first down. Uh, so question number two. What was the time, uh, the record time set by Rex Racer? Was it A, 9 minutes and 14 seconds, B, 9 minutes and 16 seconds, C, 9 minutes and 18 seconds, or D, 9 minutes and 21 seconds? I believe it was C, 9.18. C? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe, uh, what's happening in the uh, second quarter? Drew, we've uh, blown through the first quarter, and the Vipers are coming to the line, and they're through shit for sport package. Patrick snakes a snap. Five-step drop, and he's looking downfield. There's separation, and Erskine lets it fly, and it's caught! Jackson, TikTok of me being Creepy Mailer, bringing this one for the huge Vipers touchdown! <laughs> what did you think of that one, Zunk? Woo! Uh, Joe, uh, you know, I think maybe that was uh, sort of a, a defensive failure. He kind of fell over all of himself, and uh, Patrick got lucky there. Uh, not every time is the, uh, the, uh, the defender just going to fall straight on his face. Barbo, you blow. Hey, that's... You know what? Fuck you, Erskine. I'm gonna kick your ass. Bring it! Hey, Barbo! Hey, everybody, calm down. We, we, you know, we still got a whole game to go. You guys can't be having a fucking brawl in the field. This is personal. Yeah, actually. Kick his ass, Patrick. He made us blow up Mars. Sorry, I lost my composure there. We... <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't I be I mean, we, you know, Elon gave us a spaceship, and we fucked up his whole stock, but this is why. This is really personal. Yeah, well, Elon has sort of been, like, digging himself a hole for a while, so I don't know if we can take the blame for everything, but, yeah, we definitely sort of, like, ruined the SpaceX thing. <laughs> but, Dad, we uh, we got one more question before halftime. So, how many cigars are in the box that Royalton shows speed? Is it A, 20, B, 23, C, 25, or D, 28? As a man that loves cigars, that's right, Patrick smokes cigars. <laughs> 25. 25 cigars. Joe, what's going to happen on this drive? Drew, we're nearing halftime, and Erskine is rallying his troops in their best friends of monkey formation. Erskine hikes it. Play action. He's rolling right. He's going to have time to wind up. And Villatine fires a rocket downfield. And it's caught. Emmanuel, fake my own execution. Chimley getting away with murder team in the Space Race territory. And that's going to be another huge Vibers touchdown. Wow! <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. You have come out guns blazing. Lasers blazing. And it doesn't seem like uh, doesn't seem like Spunkleton knows what hit him. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're up by 17? Before, we just got halftime. You would have to throw, I guess, three picks 
to lose this game, which no, is no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it seems like Patrick is is more prepared than uh, he's maybe ever been. But you know, maybe we could ask him. Uh, the ourselves. closer we get to the big game, the more focused I am. It seems so. It seems like you rise to the occasion, and uh, oh yes, I rise. <laughs> Why don't we kick it down to uh, Joe Cuck, who's running down to the locker room, the shared locker room, to uh, ask a few questions. So uh, down to you there, buddy. Alrighty, Patrick, how are you feeling about your uh, explosive first uh, couple drives? It seems like this laser laser arm is really uh, a huge upgrade for you. Yes, I'm. I'm really, you know, feeling that now. I'm unbeatable. I mean. It's impossible. And Barbo, that motherfucker, I am ready to take him down anytime, anywhere. He embarrassed us. He made us blow up Mars. And you embarrassed yourself, pussy. All oh, you do is, oh, is, really? is get drunk. Hey, listen here, pretend JC. You don't know shit. <laughs> the reason why I put this, you know, this robot in this beard is because I know how to manipulate people. And when we get back on the field, I'm going to pick that ball off, and I'm not only going to run it back, I'm going to shove it up your ass, too. Whoa. Bring, bring it, Barbo. That's uh, that's big talk for uh, somebody who uh, can't even seem to score on offense, who uh, it seems like you're a dual threat who can't do anything. So, uh, Barbo, maybe you should uh, maybe you should uh, button it up. You don't even, you don't know football. I know football more than fucking any of these losers. Everybody on your team, all these Vipers players, I could I could impersonate them in a day, and I could be better than they could ever be. Oh, yeah, you're showing it. It's not my fault. It's a team sport. <laughs> all these space crises hey. are bad. I <laughs> Come on, buddy. You're supposed to be a superstar? No, you're not. You were supposed to make your team rise to the occasion. You're doing shit. Well, just like Jesus rose, I'm also going to come down in the third, yeah. or come up in the third quarter. No, no, you're not. Stay in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it seems like uh, Patrick is pretty well versed in like uh, Christian stories. You know, it's it's cool that he's able to retort back. So yes. Uh, well, uh, fucking Joe, is there anything else we have to uh, ask of our, I guess, ask of our uh, commentator team before we kick it off to the second half? Um. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Let me uh, ask. Uh, AI, was there uh, anything that you uh, wanted to bring up before we kick it over? Joe, this has been a strong showing by Patrick in this first half. And that laser arm is quickly making him one of Dome Star's best players. It only makes sense that Erskine would be playing, as I saw, for all these sexy green space women with multiple milky tits. I mean, honka honka. Am I right, son? Uh, AI, it's, uh, it seems like, uh, whenever the women are around, Patrick Erskine just becomes a different player. He, uh, really rises to the occasion, just like it seems like he was rising in his pants. Uh, I hate to say it, but he's, he's playing. That's right, I don't wear a cup. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can sort of tell, and, uh, you know, as we said before, it's not the same. Robocock Johnson sort of gave me, uh, gave me too much of an impression, which I'm not seeing much of an impression in those game pants, but, you know, these cheerleaders seem to like you good enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Zunk, uh, you were just a hater. It's It seems like that's sort of your role, but Patrick is, uh, gonna keep winning if it, uh, continues on this, this fucking track, dude. You were playing your ass off. I completely agree, Drew. And speaking of playing the ass off, we have another halftime performance by Karaoke Corner! Distractedly huddled by the scrimmage line, blockers huffing and puffing in time, the game clock's ticking, the quarter is up, running and gunning, he won't wear a cup. He's fast and athletic, the top of his game, his fans cheering loud as he takes his aim. Cocky and foul, he throws it with might, 
The defense is clueless that he drinks through the night As it plays through the whistle, a spaceship lands The crowd starts to scream as they flee the sands The stadium is empty, except for one man Still chucking and hucking as far as he can Game day is over and the aliens near They offer him a challenge that most would fear But he's heaving and weaving and leaping for the score And thinking of the women who left him sore He's throwing the deep ball He's taking the lead He's in the zone In the zone and he will succeed Because he's smashing and crashing and fighting in space He's drinking and fucking no matter the race He's throwing the deep ball. No strip clubs, no champagne, no parties, no weed. He's worried by the knowledge that he can't concede. Bile tearing endgame if he throws a pick. So they rush him and crush him until he shits bricks In his mind he's still throwing, still trying to get laid He's hoping by the half that his enemies fade Cause he's smashing and crashing and fighting in space He's drinking and fucking on every alien race The game clock's ticking and the quarter is up Running and gunning and Patrick won't wear a cup But he's heaving and weaving and leaping for the score And thinking of the women who left him sore He's throwing the deep ball He's taking the lead He's in the zone In the zone and he will succeed Because he's smashing and crashing and fighting in space He's drinking and fucking no matter the race He's throwing the deep ball So let's just kick it down to uh, the second half. Let's get this game back on the tracks. So, question number four. What number is Togo Khan's race car? Is it A3, B6, C9, or D12? I thought it was car number 77. Hmm. He had his number on his hat or on his helmet. I don't think that was his... Uh, his number? His number. I think that was his penis size. No, just wow, that's... <laughs> Is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> One of the only Asian dudes in the world. I'm just saying. I mean, it, I don't think that was his car number. Um, I don't think it was nine. Um, I'm going to say D12. D12. Joe, what's going to happen in the second half? Drew, the second half has started out with a fizzle for the Vipers, and Patrick must be asking himself if this laser arm is going to be enough to win against this aggressive Space Christ defense. AI! What do you think of Petrick's energy to start this second half? Joe, Petrick came out flat as a board after halftime. And if he plans on winning today, he should try to hide his moral when talking to these bodacious space cheerleaders. It's embarrassing to watch a quarterback play with an erection. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would agree. It seems like whatever wood you were popping in the uh, in the locker room was probably carrying over to that first drive, and that might have that might have hurt your game a little bit. Yeah, well, I was a little excited. Well, you know, you're still you're still in good position, and maybe in a I think you're in a place where you're pretty much incapable of losing at this point. But let's just see how the rest of this game plays out. So, question number five: How much did Royalton pay for uh, the iodine car wreckage? Was it a one point five million, b three million, c five million, or d seven million? I don't even know what this reference is. This is the uh, the big. 
uh, the the car crash that Royalton had on display in his office that he like said is his his prized possession. Oh, for Ident car wreckage. Mm. I'm gonna say it's A one point five. A one point five. Joe, how's it going out there? Drew, it's the middle of the third quarter and the Vipers are coming to the line and they're don't call them brothers package. Patrick takes a snap. Play action again, and the defense doesn't bite, and Patrick's going to run left. Now he's going to hurl downfield to the striking receiver, but Vanilla Tate doesn't have the juice, and it's intercepted. Porgo only probes Monkey Shamlock, pulling away with a solid pass for an incredible Spacecraft touchdown. Uh, oh, that's not good for the highlight tape, but that doesn't seem to be like a, a game ender, you know. Yeah. It sucks to throw a pick six anytime, but, you know, being up 17-0, to zero, or I guess 17-7 to seven at this point is... Uh, is maybe a more. Why is every time I throw a pick, it goes for pick six? I, I don't think anyone on your team wants to make a tackle. It seems <laughs> they just sort of clear out of the way. You know, all these space Christ are sort of being a Moses when they're they're spreading the defense like that. Uh, we got to get on the juice. <laughs> I got to so. get the defense on the juice. Oh no, it's my my offense. Yeah, they're all they just want to score. They're yeah. all prima donnas. They Damn need uh, they need the cybernetics. Well, I'm as much sorry, as you I do. probably I probably caused a little bit of that. It's okay. You are definitely the prima donna of the team, but like we, we all support you, if anything. But we only have one question left, and it doesn't seem like uh, Spungleton is going to be able to get out of this one. And the Zabu Zibble are shaking, just knowing that this is going to be the fucking. Can case. I score? You um, you can score. No, did you get the first one right? No, no you didn't get any of these right. I, I could say maybe uh, what's his face can kick a field goal if you get it right. <laughs> what's his face? Yeah, Beef Whistle Simmons. Beef uh, Whistle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Punter kicker extraordinaire. Beef Whistle Simmons will kick Damn, it. Damn, right. he just gets no. He just gets no notoriety. Uh, Patrick is, sucks up all. I have to say, uh, Beef Whistle Simmons uh, might be my favorite player. I think he's truly the heart and soul of the team, and uh, Patrick Gerskine is really just taken away from yeah, well, Beef he's, shot. He, you know, he's my uh, locker mate. You know, he's, uh, you know, he comes out and parties. It's uh, it's really impressive. I know he's got a kid back home, which is uh, something that you can't say for yourself, Patrick, who will uh, probably never be a family yeah. man. But well, you know. not that uh, I've acknowledged. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's probably true. I think at this point too, uh, there's probably some seeds planted across the universe that maybe we'll never see the, the them come into fruition. But you know, He's you're gonna like be the the typical. Uh, remember that guy that played for the Jets? He had like <laughs> some ridiculous... oh Antonio Cromartie, yeah. or whatever. Was Dominic yeah, Antonio like Cromartie. some stupid number of kids, like thirteen kids. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, doesn't even remember all their. Yeah, names exactly. He was having a hard time remembering all their names. Yeah, I think... Uh, the child support payments must have just been, like, whenever they signed him, it's like, how much are your child support payments? Yeah, we need a whole fucking contract stipulation for these <laughs> kids alone. Hopefully there isn't uh, another intervention for Patrick in case, you know, he does have a bunch of uh, unclaimed children. A, a lot of bastard kids across the universe looking for their dad. I mean, how many children does Eddie Murphy have? Does he have a bunch of kids? Yeah. Eddie Murphy. I think he has like nine kids or something stupid. I mean, Philip Rivers has a bunch of kids. Eddie Murphy has ten kids. <laughs> Let's see how much <laughs> Philip Rivers has, because I think he also has like a bunch of fucking kids. Uh, Philip Rivers. Yeah, but he has it, it all. You know, it's he's been married to one woman. I don't know how many of Eddie Murphy's or anybody else's kids are. Yeah. You know, once they're getting it like above out of wedlock. Fucking, I think three kids is like, once you get above three, you're in a completely different family space at that point. I can't even imagine having nine to ten kids in the house. That's like, well, what about that show? show. What, what was the, the, what the heck? And then it all blew up when that one guy started 
you know, becoming uh, tied to child, I don't know, was it child pornography? Oh, the, uh, uh, Johnny K plus eight? No, no, no. It, the Dugers. The Dugers. Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Was he a politician or was he just some fucking... No, well... No, that was another guy who liked to get, like, cucked. No, but, I mean, they had, like, I don't know, 19 kids or something stupid. (gasps) I mean... 19 kids, dude. What a poor woman. Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) She's just inseminated, like, time and time again. No, No time to breathe. Fucking crazy, dude. I think that's unfair. But dad, we have one more question. We uh, we could probably just close this game out. Nineteen after this one. kids and counting. That was the damn name of the show. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate that we give TV shows to the most. But then Josh people. Duger snubbed by entire family on his birthday. Uh, I mean, just that was the dude. Josh Josh Duger like basically got the show canceled because he like was like. I don't know if he got caught with child porn or something. Yeah, or Pedophile. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. A reasonable canceling, I suppose. <laughs> but, Dad, this is a uh, last question. Sorry, man. I just went off a tank. No. So it's okay. Sometimes they get, you know, this is a long you know, TV commercial, if anything. We were working it out as they were showing us fucking <laughs> Domino sets. The Dugas are back. <laughs> 20. <laughs> wow. What a redemption arc for this dude. He just needed to put one more kid in her and everyone was going to love her. <laughs> All right, what is the price that Mr. Musha sets the shares for Royalton to buy? Is it A, 49, B, 52, C, 64, or D, 78? I'm going to chuck this down the field. It is D, 78. D, 78. Joe, how's this game going to end? Drew, we've reached the final minutes of this fourth quarter, and the Vipers are lined up in their plastic surgery switcheroo formation. First guy from Gun. He pumps. Patrick is scanning the field and he sees a receiver breaking free downfield. And he's gonna go! Oh, the rocket lands right in his hands! Is he paid off the Illumini Eichner? Making the reception in stride! And the Vipers are gonna get a first down in just enough time for Beef Whistle Simmons to boot it in! What an incredible victory for Patrick, who absolutely puts Barbos Bungleton in the dirt. This is uh maybe blasphemous, but fuck you, you Jesus impersonator. <laughs> Uh, was there uh, any final thoughts that you uh, fellas might have had on this game? I mean, this was quite the performance from our favorite quarterback. Joe, this will go down as one of Patrick's greatest victories in the Galactic Football Federation. Damn right. The Zabazibba One Stars and a souped-up Cliff Jackets will truly be facing a worthy opponent in next week's Cosmo Bowl, a game the whole star system can't stop talking about. Uh, Joe, uh, I don't know if I'll be uh, excited. I'll probably be watching sort of begrudgingly, uh... I think I've taken uh, the role of being a hater a little too far, but I can't help myself. I don't like what this guy stands for. I don't like uh, the way he plays football. Shut up, pussy. And uh, quite frankly, uh, I don't like that laser arm. I think it's sort of a cheat. Uh, You know, you could be better, Patrick. Zunk, fuck you, dude. This man just absolutely wiped the floor with Barbo Spunkleton. And, you know. Hey, everybody's getting enhanced some way around this. You know, I mean, I don't know what they're doing out here in space, but obviously. If I can have a, you know, you know, if Robocock Johnson can have some <laughs> kind of fucking crazy ass fucking dick and whatever, everybody's got their own thing. But, you know, I choose the rocket arm because I'm here to play football. Yeah. Well, you chose the rocket arm out of necessity for your life, considering that Flipper uh, donated it. So, you know, thoughtfully at the end of that uh, death match. So if anything, you lucked into it. I think maybe Craig could have souped him up, but circumstantially you just got it a natural way you know <laughs> but dad you know the game is over uh spunkleton is leaving the field with his head down 
And we're still trying to keep with the festivities, you know. The Blitz District is definitely going to have... Uh, na, 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 na. <laughs> na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Yeah, I, I think the whole crowd is fucking <laughs> cheering that for Spunkleton as he goes out, dude. We're about to crucify him in the media. But, Dad, we're uh, we're trying to keep up the festivities. And uh, I have another new game for us to play, considering that, you know, Would You Rather is just not going to cut it. Because this is a special opportunity for you to reclaim your fuck it armband. Your, 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 you know, your upgrade. Your next cybernetic upgrade to play against the Zabu Zibble and fucking Cliff Jockage. I know we brought it. Yeah, we. <laughs> I just didn't know it was activated. Well, the coach is always a little bit, you know, reserved in terms of letting you loose on it. But we're gonna have to pull out all the stops for uh, the Cosmo Bowl, which is, you know, right around the corner. So, Dad, this is what I call speedy hot takes. <laughs> You know, badly, I want to. No, you think it's funny? You think this is all a big fucking joke? But this is what we're here. We don't need to be here. We're here to try and sell the movie. And I hear be your fucking friend. Don't laugh like you're my friend, okay? I would fucking knock your teeth out of your dumb fucking English skull. <laughs> <laughs> I'd you know who I am? Yeah, okay. So this game is Speedy Hot Takes, which are celebrities saying stupid things in a sped up way, and you're going to have to guess who is saying it. So uh, the first hot take that I have up is about the COVID outbreak. And this is from, like, the the first couple months of COVID. So here's the clip. Um, yeah, I told you why it sounds like a bunch of bull****. I'm sorry. But, like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. But at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die. It's just terrible. But, like, inevitable? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> So one of these people was taking a pretty blasé approach to the onset of the, the COVID pandemic. Was it A, Ariana Grande, B, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, C, Vanessa Hudgens, or D, Miley Cyrus? I'm going to say A, Ariana. A, Ariana Grande. Yeah, I don't think she believed it. Ah, come on. Not correct. Ariana Grande. Vanessa? It was Vanessa Hudgens, yeah. Damn it. That one stuck out too. <laughs> you just didn't guess it. Yeah, that would have definitely been the right one. Vanessa Hudgens was on one. I think she was a little high when she said it, but well, I knew it was it was between the two of them. Yeah, so I don't think Jennifer Lawrence would have you know a, a bad take on the pandemic or no. COVID. I, I think, Miley Cyrus, no, no, I think, I think Miley's in good graces at this actually, point. So to win your fucking thing back, you have to get at least three out of these five right. There's five entries. You need to get three right. So there's four oh. left. So you better, you know, get your, your shit right if you actually want this band back. So hot take, uh, hot take number two. This is about kicking out Latino workers in America. If you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilets, Donald Trump? Oh, that's not... In a sense that, no. You know what I mean? Like, what I'm saying is... There's, there's more jobs to be... In LA, they, they always like, work. But they don't not only... No, people I mean, mean it like that. that. Come on. No, I would never mean it like that. So if uh, you kick out every Latino worker, who's going to clean the toilets? And who said that? Was it A... Kelly Osborne, B. Chelsea Handler, C. Meghan Markle, or D. Emma Watson. Um, and this is a legit thing. They weren't goofing. No, 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 no. This is their their hot take. Yeah, right? this is their legitimate <laughs> thing that they yeah. try to you know position as an opinion. Okay, Obviously, yeah. they backtrack it in the clip, but 
Yeah, Chelsea Handler would definitely not be somebody to uh, bag on Latina workers. Meghan Markle. What's her husband? Uh, Harry. Yeah, he might say it, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, dude. Maybe I don't know. Emma. God, I hope the hell she never said it. So I'm going Kelly. Kelly Osborne, Dad. Yeah. You are correct. Kelly Osborne. Boy, fucking, that's a bad take for freaking Ozzy. Yeah, putting putting her foot really far deep in her mouth yeah. on that one. And she felt it immediately in the clip. You can sort of like see the panic in her eyes as soon as she fucking says it. So yeah, maybe maybe you should hold that one in next time there, Kelly. <laughs> All right. Hot take number three is about being misunderstood. I don't know, man. I was banging 70 gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed, I have one gear. Go. Because I'm me, I'm different. I just have a different constitution, I have a different brain, I have a different heart, I have a different, you know, I get tired of blood, man, but I'm, I'm, I'm too smart. I'm too smart. The only thing I cured my brain, that's epic. The run I was on made Sinatra, Flynn, Jagger, Richards, all of them just look like, you know, droopy-eyed, armless children. <laughs> His run makes them look like droopy-eyed, eyeless children. This man has tiger blood. Was it A, Robert Downey Jr., B, Michael Douglas, C, Pete Davidson, or D, Charlie Sheen? I believe it's our hero, Charlie Sheen. Maybe your hero, but Dad... You're correct again, Mr. Tiger Blood himself, banging seven grand because <laughs> he's just different like that, you know. So, Dad, you're uh, you're Tiger Blood. I know you're just about to get your band back, and you only have to get one of these next two right, and I think you have a pretty good chance to get at least one of them. Uh, so, next one up on uh, Speedy Hot Takes, it is Hot Take number four, and this is about tight clothes. I don't work around in tight clothes. I stay at home for most of the time. Public image embarrassment to me. You look like a honey, and if you get raped by a pet, it's your fault. Because you provoked it. You are provocatively dressed all the time with your fake boobs. You feel you have to show off in tight outfits and tight pants that you see your from behind. And that green thing today was enough. That's provocative. Okay. All right. Being too provocative. Was that Christian Bale as A, B, John Voight, C, Mel Gibson, or D, Tom Hanks? It's got to be, why, Mel, why? Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I definitely, uh, I don't know what the fuck was going on with Mel Gibson back in that time. But, Dad, you were correct. <laughs> that was definitely uh, Mel Gibson absolutely fucking blowing his load early, what, 2000? I think this was around 2008. It was probably right after he saw Speed Racer. He was just incensed. But dad, you have one <laughs> after some speed racing. <laughs> he just was so mad at yeah. his wife at the premiere. She Maybe was wearing it was that green this, little yeah, slip. this time he saw these three films and then he just decided to just lose. I his need to shit. get out of Hollywood yeah. <laughs> because of you know. I guess he could make a comment about the Jews at that point, but you know, that would be probably staying more in the the Mel Gibson lane. Uh, but dad, you have won back your band, and just for shits and giggles, let's do the uh, last hot take. Let's see if you can get this one. So hot take number five is about slavery. You hear about slavery for 400 years? For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. <laughs> like, you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? You know, like, it's like we're, we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes di too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, holocaust, holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race. Blacks and whites being one race. Uh, that we're, one, we're, we're the human race. All right. Prison unites us as a human race. Was that... It's there's only one person <laughs> out here that could be it. Kanye. All right. Ye. Yeah. Well. Uh, I. Uh, what What is Ye up to? Ye. Ye. <laughs> what is Ye doing? I think he's just sort of. Um, 
being canceled. I don't really know. He hasn't showed up on Alex Jones after uh, Alex Jones incited or in, inferred that he had a, a Hitler fetish. So yeah. I don't know who's really on his side anymore. But yeah, Dad, did you, Alex Jones like you know agree with him? Like what was no? It like? He was he was trying to backpedal. He didn't want to have any association with that, which was like the most hilarious part. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, uh, Ye is is sort of in a in a party of his own, uh, and it seems like nobody really wants to be joining that party. It's a party of one. Yeah, but Dad, that was uh, that was speedy hot takes, and you did pretty damn well. You know, Vanessa Hudgens was maybe the only one that. Yeah, but head. I mean, ah, it was a fifty fifty. Yeah, these Either other one ones. I had one more. Uh, it was uh, the the grabber by the pussy thing, but you know I, that would have been too easy. I think once I would have played that clip. What was her take on the, the outbreak? Uh, that it was just like stupid that anyone was um, essentially quarantining. You know, she was like, "It's dumb that we have to stay inside," type of thing. Maybe she was right. That's maybe a conversation for another <laughs> time. <laughs> because we do have to uh, not only have a conversation but confront uh, Barbara Spunkleton. Because from what I'm hearing, he's still uh, pouting around in the uh, the locker room, and we have some fucking bones to pick with this dude. Uh, and I think it's high time that we say something. So. All right, guys. Uh, where the fuck is Muskie? Is Muskie? Uh, he hasn't been at the game all time, right? He's been just walking around town. I haven't seen him, right? Yeah, that's scary. That is kind of scary. You can't let Muskie just, you know, go off with his own thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's probably a danger to himself as much as anything. Else. <laughs> he's walking the streets of wherever we are. If we get back to the ship and Craig has been murdered, I'm I'm going to be deeply upset. But yeah. you know, let's let's well. Fucking- I'll tell you right now, he'll be kicked off the ship. Will he, though? Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe I should stop fucking, you know, defending fucking Muskie. No, you, there's no defense. He can't be killing crewmates. Yeah, crewmates who are nuclear weapons. Yes. But, you know, that's... that's <laughs> maybe we'll know a little bit more explicitly if he kills him because it'll... it'll well, who's got the codes? <laughs> that's me! <laughs> Trump, you do not have the codes. We, 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 we double-check those, actually. We checked your BlackBerry. It's just a bunch of fucking yeah, random you, numbers. You do not have the freaking... It's do, the first hundred digits of pie. You do have the nuclear football. Come on. Trump. <laughs> that's not true. I threw Brock around the other day, and he's pretty nuclear. Uh, I guess that's true. I guess he's sort of... You know what? No, you didn't throw him around. He threw up on you. That freaking <laughs> fake food, whatever they put into him. It was uh, kind of gross, just like uh, Celine's rocket fuel squirt. Got a little on my shirt, a little on my tie. What? Yeah, it was uh, kind of wild. Craig, let me watch. No, Trump, I don't want to hear about this. This is ma- Muskie doesn't even want to hear about this, and neither do I. So, uh, hey, Spunkleton. Get your fucking head out of your hands, loser. What the fuck do you pussies want? Leave me alone. I lost, you know, fair and square. You, you, you guys got the best of me, and I don't want anything to do with you. I'm embarrassed. You should you be. You should be. Yeah, you fucking lost like a loser, dude. I mean, what, what, what do you think was going to happen? You committed fucking genocide and, you know, put us out, uh, put us out to dry. Well, fuck you. Uh, I was working for the, the Zabu Zibble, you know? That was the, the role that they gave me. I'm a double agent. Of course I had to manipulate. Murder was the case that they gave you. Uh, you're not wrong. I think I, I think I deserve a second chance, you know? No. I, I've definitely just no. been taken advantage of by these aliens. No. Cheaters, you're a fucking alien. What cheaters are you talking don't about? prosper. You cheat. You destroy planets. You're a destroyer. You deserve the ultimate <laughs> penalty. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to have tears now? 
Barbo! Oh, oh, oh my god, Musky! Fucking put the gun down! Musky! Oh, oh, Jesus! Oh, fucking Jesus Christ! Yeah, Musky. motherfucker! I just saved the fucking day again! <laughs> what? Musky! <laughs> you just busted the locker room and killed this man! Oh, you... Uh, Musky. Oh my god. Uh, Galactic laws are gonna catch up with you. I'm telling you, this is... You guys are being such fucking pussies! This man just, you know, he made you guys fucking blow a moss! I thought we talked about this. Yeah, maybe he does deserve. I mean, <laughs> I guess he sort of deserves it as much as the rock I mean, did. Planet destruction. Yee. I mean, I don't know how many people died there. No, Muskie, maybe you're you're right on this one. But you know, Dad, uh, yeah. I don't want to give him the win. We <laughs> did you learn nothing on your walk? What did you go around just fucking dicking around in, in the Blitz District? You know. <laughs> well, you know, I had to fucking you know, I had to load it for one. But I had to, uh, I had to go over how I was feeling. You know, I, it sucks to be rejected. Uh, I hate the fact that uh, Craig is just like, you know, apparently making Celine squirt all over the fucking, you know, all over the ship. Got on Trump, which is, you know, I'm a little jealous. But yeah, I'm, I'm just a jealous guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, uh, this seems to be. I'm just a jealous guy. I'm just a jealous guy. Yeah, I think I think Muskie, you should probably take another walk. If anything, you should hide from the authorities that uh, will absolutely be coming to this locker room any moment because uh, this 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 fucking body is bleeding all over the place. You, I think you killed Jesus. You know, <laughs> this doesn't look good for anybody. Wait a minute, he might come back. <laughs> You're, yeah you know you know that's fair that's fair to question and i i certainly hope it doesn't happen with these cybernetics if robocock johnson can come back from the brink of uh canceled island then i, I suppose anything can happen but dad uh i think this is another low moment for us another low moment for musky for sure uh as he easy has added another list to his body count i mean it's what fucking figgy sugar socks uh he killed santa killed robocock johnson Killed well, fucking Barbo. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this one might be the only one he can get away with, but we might as well make ourselves back to the this ship. This might be just the Wild here. West out here, anyways. I don't. Are, are there any laws out here? Um, I uh, mean, we're outside. We're way outside of you know. Yeah, well, international waters. If <laughs> any, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the water is the thing that we really yeah. need to be looking for. For some I mean, sort of I law. don't know. I mean, anything goes out here. I suppose so, and uh, maybe maybe we'll have to be put on He's another trial. He's the judge and jury. I hope we don't have to go in front of another judge and jury. I can't deal with another trial situation, you know. That was that was sort of traumatizing in itself. I had an ego death that I sort of recovered from at this point, but I can't go back. So, Dad. Yeah, I think we are going to have to have a trial. No, 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 no. Not yet. For I refuse. Yet? I refuse to be a part of it. Like I said, I will not have another ego death. I refuse. No. Well, you're not going to be ego death. It might be Muskie's death. Oh. Muskie's, like, executed, put down? Like a dog? <laughs> no, fuck you guys. I'm, you're not putting me down like a fucking dog. You know, I, I hang out with animals all day, but you can't treat me like one. All right. Hey, wait. Hey, whoa. Don't fucking point that at us, Muskie. We're, we're, I guess we're on the same side, at least for the moment. Muskie, so, did you just cock your gun at us? Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. What the fuck is the deal? There's yeah. a fucking bleeding body right next to us. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to add another one. All right. You uh, think you just have a seat on the freaking Musk freaking mothership? Do you? Do you really think you? Uh, I mean, yeah. I fucking, you know, 
I talk to Musk all the time. Me and Musk uh, have, a, have a fucking connection, you know? No, you have no connection with Musk. Yeah, I'm we from have South a connection Africa. With Musk. <laughs> what? My fucking, you know, my dad was a diamond miner, you know? Oh. I was, I'm just like the old guy. Blood diamonds? Yeah, right. Okay, Muskie. Flipper, solve the gun out of his hand. <laughs> ah! God damn it! God, God. Hey, drop, drop the gun again! Yeah. Drop it! Get the gun! Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Guys, I was kidding! Come on! Fucking... Ah. Ah, that you, went right to your face, You just bitch. knocked him out unconscious. <laughs> This is like the slap league all over again, dude. Uh, Holy shit! Okay, so, fucking somebody pick up Musky. We're we're heading back to the ship. We're uh, be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounded like maybe Robo Trump is still around with us too. But yeah, let's uh, let's head back to the ship with this unconscious uh, unconscious Musky, and uh, I guess try to put some of these on the Rushmore because we got a couple and we got to wrap this episode up. So, Dad, does uh, Speed uh, get onto the best movie racer Rushmore? Hey, Musky. He's, he's been slapped so hard that he's fucking unconscious. Hey, well, whatever. He's going to wake up and change. Yeah, I guess he'll hear that on the podcast episode. Yeah, well, when he has to change his pants from fucking pissing himself because <laughs> it seems like he's maybe has a little trickle down his uh, pa- down his pants sleeve. But, Dad, we have uh, Tom Cruise's Cold Trickle from uh, Days of Thunder, uh, Will Ferrell as Ricky Bobby in Talladega Nights, Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto in The Fast and the Furious, and JP from Redline. Does Speed Racer make it onto the greatest movie racer list? And if you remember correctly, we took Lightning McQueen off last time. <laughs> Quite honestly, I might have to put him on this list because the way he drove that fucking car, man, I mean, he beats the shit out of these motherfuckers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, the Mach 5, I mean... It's an impressive fucking machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... The shit can do 360s and still just go straight down the road. I mean. So what? Are we thinking, who's the weak link here? Is it Cole Trickle? Is it fucking Ricky Bobby? I don't think Dominic Toretto has to stay on. He's I got think Tom Cruise is, uh, I'm going to kick him off. Yeah. Days of Thunder is not that great of a yeah. movie. I I'm think, not saying it was a good movie, but I think he was a shitty driver. Yeah. He's not on the same he level lost of speed. His, what? He's not on the same level as Speed Racer. No. No. Speed Racer was maybe one of the greatest racers of all time. Oh, I mean, he he's a, a record setter. He's fucking able to uh, beat anybody. I mean, this movie did not, you know, show him in the best light. Well, I don't know. Maybe it did. But, um, yeah, Tom, go down. No, wait a minute. Will? Nah, he, he wasn't that good. Yeah, he was too obsessed with, like, Big Red. He did seem like the less serious racer. Uh, he almost, like, seemed like a meme racer, if anything. <laughs> He had some integrity, but he, he probably doesn't have the skill to compete against any of these dudes. JP. Yeah, that's a that's a card. That, yeah, that, that guy is the the racer of yeah. them all. I think he's probably number one in that. And probably Vin Diesel after him. And then I would do... Well, if we're ranking Speed Racer in here, it's JP, Speed Racer, <laughs> Vin Diesel, and then Tom Cruise. And I think Will Ferrell like, gets bottomed out or yeah. like, gets knocked off the fucking course. I'm going to... Because he, he, he was just... He wasn't a true... Lord help me, Tom Cruise! Yeah. <laughs> Even he's asking for Tom Cruise's help because he's getting fucking knocked out of the game. So, yeah, Will Ferrell's got to go. And uh, Speed Racer, Emil Hirsch himself, is getting onto this list. I have uh, two more. We have Best Movie Monkey. Does Chim Chim beat out King Louie in The Jungle Book, Caesar in The Planet of the Apes, Curious George in Curious George, or Rafiki in The Lion King? Uh, I also had one more that could have been King Kong. This could supplant any of these, I suppose. Maybe Curious George would be 
better served to be on the uh, the best mentioned and have King Kong up there. But does Chim Chim have a chance? Wait a minute. You're missing somebody. Who? The best movie monkey. Who? Clyde. Who? From Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, the Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah. Yeah. Clyde was... The guy? Yeah, he's... Mo- He's he's my monkey. All right, so we're take let's let's take one of these off then. Curious George is probably the weakest link. He's just like a curious. George, oh yeah, Pff, he's he's just some kind of stupid ass curious monkey. Book yeah. monkey. Yeah, well he had his own movie back in two thousand six. Did he? Like, yeah. Well, I didn't watch. It, it wasn't a smash hit or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, so fucking Did it come out in two thousand eight. <laughs> it was around that time. I think it was yeah. like two thousand six. Yeah. Obviously, it probably bombed at the box office. <laughs> make $250 million. No. Um, I, okay, I'm okay with taking Curious George off and putting uh, Clyde up there. You can't kick King King Kong off. Okay, so are we kicking King He's Louis? He's the king. So should King Louis be supplanted by King Kong or is Caesar, who is also a sort of king, or Rafiki? Or who, who's the person who's getting No, I off? like Rafiki. I do too. And, I think King Louis uh, might have to go for King Kong. Wait a minute. Chim Chim? No, he doesn't even he doesn't even belong on the list. No, I don't think so either. We're just sort of <laughs> litigating the best monkey. <laughs> Chim Chim's sort of like a different oh, conversation. Yeah. We're just making sure we know who the best monkeys are. Yeah, okay. I think the at least that list is, is set in stone now. You the know? only thing that he beat out was he kicked ass on acting. In he also had some good Chim Chim cookies, if you remember correctly. Those, you know, the soft shit he would throw. <laughs> Royal oh, face. when he threw... Oh, that was a... Yeah. The Chim Chim Cookie. That's when what you, they called it. <laughs> <laughs> when you fucking who flung poo, man, that is like Chim Chim. I, I have to... That might have been the best scene. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's monkey always... Monkey shit in the face. That It's always a highlight when a monkey uh, can throw its own feces. Either monkeys throw shit at you or piss at you. Or like in that scene in... Uh, in Austin Powers, where he like shows the the video of the monkey sniffing his butt, and he like falls out of the fucking <laughs> monkeys, man, they're just the best. All right, I have one last Rushmore, and then we can sort of uh, call this a day because I have worst child actors uh, in a movie. Does Spritel and uh, whomever fucking played him beat out Jake Lloyd as Anakin Skywalker in The Phantom Menace, Jonathan Lipnicki in Stuart Little, uh, Dakota Fanning in The War of the Worlds, or Ariana Richards and Joseph Mazzello as the Murphy kids in Jurassic Park. Really? You thought Dakota Fanning sucked in War of the World? Uh, I didn't personally feel that way. I can't really remember her as anything other than just being like a, a loud kid. But I a lot like of people, Dakota a lot Fanning, of lists. so let's not even go there. Okay. Um, Ariana Richards. What? The, the Murphy kids from the Jurassic Park movie. These are these are lists that I compiled from a lot of different no, sources I, where everyone's like shitting on Dakota, shitting on the the Murphy kids, Lipnicki, Jake Lloyd was like number one in a lot of these lists. But what's uh, what's the Sprite kid's name? I would love to know so I can. I think him. he might definitely beat somebody out here. So um, uh, I don't think Jake Lloyd, Polly Lit. I don't think you could put that all. I mean, on him. I think it's just a bad movie. You think George Lucas has to take some of the brunt yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, all of the blame. Yeah. Everybody that was in that movie got shit on. I mean, who was a good actor in that movie? Um, Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, was fucking Liam Neeson a good actor? Maybe. Maybe. Darth Maul? Maybe. I don't know. Not, he didn't yeah, really. Darth Maul, he didn't have to act. <laughs> didn't have really any lines. <laughs> he just had to show up and be scary. <laughs> yeah, although I don't know if I can take him off the list. Just because it's the bad... I, all these movies are uh, quite... Well, that's not necessarily no, I, true. I, I, 
Dakota Fanning had fucking Steven Stuart Spielberg. Little? I don't even remember. I didn't watch that movie, so I don't know. We could take Stuart Little off. I mean, fucking Paul Litt. Polly Litt needs a space up here. He, uh, either it's Stuart Little or Polly Litt has to get up here, you know? So I, I'm okay with Spritel getting his chance if we want to take off Lim Nicky. Does that sound fair? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Lim Nicky is, uh, you know, expunged. child actor. I, it's, it's, you a, know, I, you, you obviously didn't like his acting. I didn't, I thought he, I thought he, like, Lowered the I movie he, even further than I, yeah, what yeah, but we I think he was. captured Speed Racer character. Uh, yeah. I I guess you might have known that a little better than I do because I don't remember the show. But yeah, like, see, was Spritel a good character? Was he even a character in no. fucking Speed Racer? But the fact that the chimp outacted him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if the monkey is doing a better job than you, if the monkey would, and I think you know what, I think the monkey bit him. Uh, probably. Dude. Yeah. And I think he sucked and he was pissed off because he was bringing down the movie and he deserved it. Yeah. The kid deserved to be bit by the monkey. Yeah. And I think I, don't, I, I wanna, I'm going to look into that. I, I mean, would rather uh, he be recast than fucking Chim Chim. <laughs> what a disaster. And why did Chim Chim take a beating for it? I mean, <laughs> that kid deserved it. I know that kid really did. Deserve he was like, it. dude, you're fucking up every scene. And he bit him. Yeah. And then he's like, motherfucker. Bang! He fucking gives up. Yeah, a backhand to a chimp is is not fair for a very reasonable beating uh, to Polly Lid as is what should have happened anyways. But Dad, we've uh, we've reached my favorite part of the podcast because it is uh, last call for alcohol. Was there any final questions or uh, anything we wanted to ask of the director before we? <laughs> I guess just get ready to hang out in the ship and see if anybody <laughs> sort of descends upon us. Yeah, before we have to put Hank. Oh no! Well, Muskie's out cold. What? What? I'm sure he's gonna wake up any moment now. I, I think, don't think he can like stay unconscious for that long. His brain is gonna get damaged. <laughs> we'll have to throw some cold water on him or something. <laughs> no, we don't. The longer, <laughs> the longer he's out. Put the him better. in the airlock brig. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe fucking Craig could. Uh, Last call for alcohol. What do we have for the director? Um, in terms of like the Wachowski sisters, yeah. What the fuck were you thinking? You know, like what what were you thinking? You from... know, they got in love with their CGI. That's what it came down to. But it's 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 all the other shit. It's not even the CGI racing stuff that I have such a problem with. It's all the other fucking scenes that like aren't even necessarily CGI. It's all the other shit. All the other shit is all the things that make this movie bad. And I, I that's the the stuff that makes it almost unforgivable, in my opinion. So I I would really love to know. Coming off the the three Matrix movies, probably like at the peak of your game, how could you fucking do this? You know, so yeah, I don't get it. It's tough. It's tough to see you know a fall. From All of like these this. movies, the, the the trifecta. Every time I the I'm Bermuda watch. Triangle of two thousand eight, two thousand seven, <laughs> yeah. dude. This is where directors went to die. Yeah. So I, I unfortunately it, it claimed it, it claimed the brothers and gave another us another anime. You know classic has just taken down another you know revered directors or whatever they think they can tackle anime and they can't yeah. like is anyone and i think i, I think well I did they ever recover up. from this let's see what their 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 movies are after this movie because i don't think there's much greatness here so let me pull up their fucking thing so films after speed racer they directed cloud atlas they were the producers for ninja assassin they did Jupiter Ascending and then Matrix Resurrections. 
And only Lana did uh, Resurrection. So Jupiter Ascending was bad. Cloud Atlas was mixed. I don't know what... I mean, Ninja Assassin, they were just producers. So I, I, there's not a lot going on with their life after this, dude. This movie no. kind of killed them. Yeah, it might have been... It, the, the Bermuda you know, Triangle then, claimed them, dude. This was when they, they you know, transitioned. True. I mean, they were they had some V for Vendetta writers... I mean, well, they Viva had, Vendetta was great. Yeah, they were the writers for that and the producers. Yeah. And a second unit director, they're uncredited. But yeah, it's uh, it's a sad turn. And hopefully maybe the Wachowskis can uh, find themselves again with the, the Matrix reboot. But this one really killed them. Are they the uh, coming years. out with anything new? Uh, not that I see on the horizon. Doesn't seem like uh, any movie on their you know Wikipedia pages pointing me in that direction, but oh, they're pariahs. Maybe uh, maybe that fourth fucking Matrix movie is gonna get us to five. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Keanu is really trying to cash in on this franchise thing. John Wick no, is about he's to play doing John Wick. Well, it's about to be over. The fourth one is the last one. Well, That's what until they say. until, until they it makes it. like you know three hundred million dollars in John Wick Five. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody can be swayed by the Keanu. Cash. will pay you thirty million, and then he'll do it. I think. I mean, I, I don't even know what he gets paid for those things. If you I got mean, thirty maybe, million dollars to do, I would have role. to think at this stage he's like, you know, gets a part of the gross or whatever. Yeah, you probably want to have some sort of negotiation for like the big yeah. cut of the pie. You're like, you want me in it? I want a piece. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Keanu deserves it. He definitely would have been a better Racer X, and uh, hopefully he can be the uh, the bellwether for the resurrection of the Wachowskis as they move yeah. on to whatever movie they're going to do next. So, Dad. Uh, <laughs> the other question I have is: There any anime movies that somebody is bringing to live action? Uh, recently, recently, recent anime adaptations. Um, or is it? I that? know they did Cowboy Bebop as a TV show. Yeah, and yeah, that was, and they canceled it after one season. Yeah, it wasn't very good though. That was sort of the problem. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I think. I mean, maybe because you. The thing is, is I don't have a you know a, a background with Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I mean, or a background, or like I didn't watch the show. I just think there was um, an atmosphere that was created by Cowboy Bebop that was just sort of irreplicable. You know, the the TV show is always going to be trying to. <clears throat> It's essentially just in its shadow, I think. And I don't think the acting performances from uh, whoever the lead was or any of the leads were really just doing it for me, you know. And I think that's just the hard part of, like, doing a live action, you know. You're trying to capture lightning in a bottle yeah. or something that was a cartoon. Uh, so, Dad, I don't think I have any notes on Arata. I suppose there's only an apology for the uh, the gaps in between episodes, um, you know, <laughs> not to break the fourth wall, but there are certainly some things that uh, keep us from recording all the time. So hopefully that can be uh, worked out a little bit more in terms of how we schedule these. Yeah, I just episodes. got a jail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we might be going to jail, so that might sort of elongate whatever uh, fucking you know episodes we're hoping to plan for next. But uh, I, I just recovered from a three-week bender. Yeah, dude, we were out in... Sp That's why we had this whole wine shipment problem, dude. You got the, the wrong yeah. wine and you went into a frenzy. You yeah. just started drinking the bottles. You were pissed. Yeah, I just got a new shipment. Now I'm getting 24 bottles. Yeah, hopefully... Because uh, they screwed up. <laughs> hopefully we can make the most of those with uh, some good you know, content. Oh, no, I don't have 24 now. I only have 23. Yeah. You <laughs> still get a little in there. I don't think I've had a second glass or anything like that. So you yeah, might well, be you got to drive home. That's true. Don't drink a drive. All That's right, true. what's your wine rating? 
You took my catchphrase ah, and made me do that. Yeah. All right, Dad, it's the Jackson Man through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? So I did actually not drink this wine. I need a little of the taster because I what? Had, I had the other wine that you would open before you fucking oh, pop this come one. On. So give me give me a taste of this. Jeez. Sorry, I'm. I have to drink a drive now. I mean, fuck. I kept wondering, like, did I drink the whole fucking bottle? Yeah, you did. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's tasty. Yeah. What is this thing called again? Serena? uh, Serenia? Serenia. Okay. I'll do do four out of five uh, chim-chim cookies. (laughs) Chim-chim cookies. (laughs) Or, you know, monkey backhands, you know, whatever whatever variation of the monkey you want to do. Uh, oh shit. What do I want to do? Um, uh, I'm going to go four and a half out of five. God damn. I can't think of a damn thing. It's that I... full bottle talking for you. Too. <laughs> I mean, what the hell did I, I mean, did we watch a movie? Uh, sp- space fucking speedy racers. Uh, we did some other shit today. <laughs> I mean, you could say anything at this point. You could say fucking, you know, billionaires. <laughs> I'm going to say, because pancakes are love, I'm going to say it's... Actually, I'm going to give it five out of five pancakes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good one. I think you <laughs> I think you hit it right on the head of there. Oh, no! Whoa! Hey, oh, <laughs> where's my gun? Hey, could you know, somebody hold fucking musky down! Yeah, guys, we got to go. This is <laughs> this this is getting ugly. Uh, just like always, we have no idea what we're doing. Hopefully on the other one, we're going to figure it out. Uh, but until then, we're just going to have to see you guys next time. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah! Woo! Oh, she's shooting again! Yeah! Oh, she's trying to punch her head!